This is the Time Out with Shore Sports Podcast, covering sports on the shore with Mark Potter and Mike Bradley, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mike. A season of change is the best way to describe the upcoming high school football season across the shore. There are coaching changes at Easton, Kent Island, Kent County, J.M. Bennett, and Washington. Plus, some familiar faces have joined new staffs. Mike Bradley's going to catch you up with the Overtime Live annual preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton, Four All Seasons, and Kona Ice. Let's head to the Edge Training Academy studios and join Mike Bradley right here on 94.3 Wings FM and ForeverMidShore.com. Baltimore Door and Frame, along with Supplies Unlimited, have been satisfying residential and commercial customers for more than 30 years. Take the hassle out of shopping for metal or wood doors, door hardware, or frames by going to BaltDoor.com. There you'll find a vast array of fine products at great prices, including UL fire-rated products. Supplies Unlimited is the the place to turn for drywall, metal framing, and all the accessories needed to finish the job. Find good prices and great service at SuppliesUnlimitedInc.com. Uh, yes, 804-943 Winks FM. It's the Overtime Live preview show, our annual show here. Overtime Live presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons and Coda Ice. And we're coming to you live from the Edge Training Academy Studios, open 24 hours a day with a membership, creating a healthier way of living one person at a time. Win the day at the edge of the Chesapeake Bay Business Park on Kent Island. And speaking of Kent Island, former head coach Damian Ferragamo joining me uh, this evening in studio uh, for the preview show and coach this was a late edition but we appreciate it it's great to have you in studio it's great to have your knowledge you've been out at scrimmages so welcome on board oh super excited to be here um, it, it's hard to believe that football is right around the corner and mm-hmm. a week from today they're going to be playing games for real but I was able to get out and see a few scrimmages and, and watch a little film and uh, try to see what, what people have what they're bringing to the table this, this year yeah we'll talk and we'll talk about that in just a second now coach is going to be a part of our game of the week. He's going to be the color commentary in the booth with Mark Potter. Uh, the Preston Ford Game of the Week presented by Best Western Plus and for all seasons. Next Friday night features your team, Ken Island Buccaneers at the East of Warriors. Head coach Brian Sofanowski back in the saddle at the top, taking over for you. And we'll talk to him in just a little bit. But he makes his return to the sidelines against Matt Griffith of the Eastern Warriors, who comes back to the sidelines after a couple of years out. And I don't, I don't think we could pick a better game of the week with two teams that that I expect to be there at the top. Yeah. Um, when it, when it's all said and done, they had you know a great game last year that was uh, kind of the tale of two halves. So it's going to be interesting to see how Easton bounces back from what's what could be a disappointing se- considered a disappointing season last year right, and right. how uh Ken Island kind of recovers from the the seniors that they lost in graduation yeah that's absolutely right now the Rotor Rooter pregame show gets us started at 540 right here on 943 Wings FM and forever midshore.com and then a kickoff at six o'clock well let's go back for a second to last season and coach we talked about the fact that the Bayside conference from top to bottom for the most part last year uh was very competitive and it's great to see that the majority of the 13 teams having good seasons playing well and as we know the more teams that are competitive the more teams that bring their football program up to where the middle and higher tier teams are the better that makes it for the conference for the players and of course the coaches as well oh absolutely and i think last year the the parity in the county was was great 
Um, and you look at the Bayside Conference and what they did out of conference last year. I know Colonel Richardson went out of conference for a couple of playoff victories. Right. Um, Kent Island and North Carolina went and played North Harford and CM Wright um, and, and gave it to them pretty good. So there, there were a lot of Bayside teams going outside of the conference to uh, kind of show the rest of the state they can play football. Yeah, and Decatur made it uh, through several rounds. They had to defeat a couple of Bayside teams to get there. Queen Anne's and Wicomico in a thriller. Unfortunately, they lost uh, to Huntingtown uh, in Southern Maryland in a, a fairly close game. Uh, but you had several teams that uh, I think were some of the better ones in the state. I think the Bayside last year had some of the better teams around the state and you, you can't always say that every year with all due respect but last year uh certainly showed the strength of, of where the conference was at that point yeah i mean there's good football on the shore and there has been for a long time and uh like the the, the comicos of the world the uh the steven decaters last year the ken island there there were a lot of people that weren't in the bayside who were who were didn't want to didn't want to play those those teams when it came playoff time right that's absolutely right now taking a look ahead at this coming season I feel very much of the same way that for the most part, again, top to bottom, I think this is a conference that you're going to see is going to be very competitive. Uh, I don't know that uh, you're necessarily going to have too much in the way of it being top heavy. Yeah, there are a couple of teams that are going to be really good, but I do think, generally speaking, it'll be fairly competitive throughout. It's hard to kind of pick, you know, if you're, if you're going to pick a a poll right now would be kind of hard to to decide who those those top five teams are going to be and what order they're in mm-hmm. um just seems you know i've seen some scrimmages and it, it, it's real hard to tell I mean, there's there's a lot of talent everywhere yeah well let's throw that out there though and i'll do that i have not put out my preseason poll and of course uh, that could be bulletin board material for teams they not meant to be but hey whatever gets you fired up if, if that doesn't for you then then so be it but I, I certainly think just uh, from you know talking and from what I know from last year and you know the, we'll get a great education tonight talking to the coaches. I certainly expect that uh, Easton I think will have a back uh, uh, bounce back year. I think in no particular order, but I think Easton will have a bounce back year. We saw Queen Anne's go on a nice run last year and show what they have. We'll find out about their team coming up without Waters. He'll kick us off, uh, but I expect Easton and Queen Anne's in that mix. I expect Kent Island in that mix uh, as well, certainly. Uh, I also expect uh, to see Stephen Decatur. I expect to see Wicomico, uh, and you can never count out North Carolina either. So I expect to see those teams uh, in the uh, in the top in the top tier, and I you know I, we'll see uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I don't disagree at all, but then you also have to look at a team like Parkside who beat North Carolina last year, and you know regardless of what they graduated a real great skill skill football player they're going to have another real good tailback they just always do Mm -hmm. so well parkside for me they're usually right there in that middle tier a lot of times they're just in that in that rung down but they're a team that has had a lot of consistency through the years and now that decatur's gotten good and why comico's getting good again uh now they're getting competition to match what they've done but what what coach riley did there uh, for the longest time they were the lone consistent bayside south team yeah absolutely And, and i don't envy uh your job of having to make that list and, <laughs> yeah. and decide who's going to be who's going to be in that top five and what order they're in. Yeah, no, that's uh, that, that's very true. Now you've been out to scrimmages. Tell us what you've seen so far. Well, it, it, things are always tough to see in scrimmages sometimes because it's a controlled environment and you never know exactly what a coach is trying to accomplish in a scrimmage. Um, I went out and saw uh, Ken Island scrimmage today. 
they had uh, Crofton and Dover and uh, St. Francis. Um, so St. Francis from the city, they have an A team and a B team. I was going to say, not the A team. That's going to Hawaii, I think, right to kick off their season. D- don't don't be surprised by the St. Fra- but by the St. Francis team being the B team. They're a real good football oh, I'm team. Sure, I'm sure they, they were. Are, yeah. They were dynamite. Yeah. So they had uh, Great Mills was also there. So it, it was a it was a great day of football. Like a lot of competition, a lot of good football teams there. And Ken Island was was their normal selves. You know, not, big physical football team. Um, you know, very disciplined football team. Got out to see Queen Anne's um, yesterday, scrimmage Bow Manor, and uh, all the usual suspects were, were carrying the ball and doing good things for Queen Anne's. And just trying as, as, as hard as I can or as much as I can to watch these, these teams on film through uh, the National Federation of High School Network and mm-hmm. uh, get an idea of just what everybody has. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We'll come back and we will uh, take a trip around the Bayside and talk to the coaches here and find out from them about their teams and the upcoming season. It's the annual Overtime Live preview show. Mike Bradley, the coach, Damian Ferragamo in studio. Overtime Live presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons and Kona Ice. Tom Cropper at Cropper Farms has a brand new superfood. What is spirulina? Well, if you go on Google and do a search for superfoods, and one of the top ten is going to be spirulina. Spirulina is blue-green algae. It's a $3 billion industry in Asia. It's super, super good for you. What are the benefits of spirulina? Well, spirulina has three times more protein than beef, seven times more calcium than milk, 10 times more potassium than veggies, and 50 times more iron than spinach. So if you're anemic, you might look at spirulina. Also, it's more antioxidants per serving than any other known food. So who could use spirulina? Anybody who wants more endurance, Mm -hmm. anybody like me who's been eating crap for decades (laughs) and wants to improve their health, spirulina is the answer. So if somebody wants more information about spirulina, where do they find it? They go to lrz.one. Lrz.one for more information about the new superfood, spirulina. Carpenter Street Saloon is located in the center of St. Michael's and has served as the cornerstone gathering spot for residents, boaters, and tourists for many years. They're known for their many food specials, including turkey Thursdays, hot turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and gravy. Daily specials throughout the week and live music on the weekends. Check out their specials on Facebook or online at carpenterstreetsaloon.com. So for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, isn't it time for you to beat feet to C Street? Youth football and cheerleading is more than plays, stunts, wins, and losses. It's been proven that kids involved with the Bayside American Youth Football and Cheerleading Organizations learn sportsmanship, health, academic excellence, and character. They're taught how to compete safely and how to have fun playing such a competitive game. Head on out this Saturday to cheer on your favorite athletes on fields across the midshore. Bayside Youth Football and Cheer, helping our kids become young men and women. When it comes to insuring your family, there's no reason to settle for anything less than advice from an agent who knows your community and takes time to know you. So you're not just choosing policies, you're getting options based on your needs. Who can bring you all of this? Agents who see the big picture. To protect your home, auto, and business, choose Joseph W. McCartan Insurance on West Water Street in Centerville. They live here, volunteer here, and work here. Let the agents at McCartan Insurance review your coverage today. Get started at McCartan.com. 
It's the annual Overtime Live preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons at Coda Ice right here on 94.3 Winks FM, ForeverBidShore.com, and on the Forever Radio app. Coming to you from the H Training Academy Studios, open 24 hours a day with a membership, creating a healthier way of living one person at a time with the day at the edge of the Chesapeake Bay Business Park on Ken Island. Mike Bradley, the coach, Damian Ferragamo, joining me in studio. And let's go to the Chincheck Sports Locker phone line. Chincheck Sports Locker providing your favorite high school sports team spirit where find Shinshek Sports Locker on Facebook and out to the phone lines we go and Queen Anne's head coach Al Waters to kick things off coach good evening to you and uh, welcome aboard for the annual preview show yeah, yeah good evening uh, thanks for having me absolutely and uh, good to have you the coach Damian Ferragamo here and uh, uh, coach uh, let's talk about uh, last season and then transitioning into this uh, now that you've had a season to put your imprint on the team since taking over last year you know five and three and at one point you go on a nice run in the base side and really show uh, what this program could be once again uh, talk to us about the off season and uh, this summer uh, and practice and, and how you guys are looking for the upcoming season season uh yeah i mean we've been working hard since uh december uh in weight room um carried over into the summertime with, with lifting eight on eight seven on sevens uh you know ready to play i guess uh we, we just gotta stay healthy we stay healthy you know we'll see how we see how far we can go and, uh, Coach, uh, talk about uh, in terms of numbers and, uh, of course, the always big question is uh, who's going to be a quarterback for you? You've got a returner this year. Yeah, um, number-wise, well, we started out like 30, but we have uh, two, maybe three season-ending uh, injuries already. Um, and then quarterback-wise, it would be uh, Devin Right. And coach, you mentioned three season-ending injuries. To to whom uh, did that take place? To uh, Bertie Carroll, he um, he got like kind of like leg whipped uh, practicing PAT and broke his ankle. Um, a kid, Landon Brown, yesterday run the ball, uh, landed on his forearm and fractured his forearm in uh, two places. And then uh, Brandon Saint Germain uh, dislocated his shoulder. We weren't even in pads yet, and he actually just reached up to grab, like, to knock a ball down, and he actually dislocated just doing that. So um, he may have to get shoulder, uh, shoulder surgery. So, mm, sorry to hear that, Coach Ferragamo's here with me. Coach, who do you, what do you have for us? So, Coach, uh, it's nice, nice to talk to you. Um, so, I, I was at your scrimmage yesterday, and, and you know the the people that I expect to carry the ball like did a fantastic job in Smothers and uh, Sidwald. Who else? Who else is going to contribute as far as? the ball touchers in your offense? Uh, well, it would have been Landon Brown before he broke his forearm, but uh, we actually brought up two freshmen, uh, DJ Smith and uh, Carter Dickey, uh, both freshmen, and they're going to be, one of them's going to be Ashton's backup and one of them's going to be KJ's backup. All right. Do you, do you see, uh, I, I know that, um, you know, everybody strives for balance offensively. Um, through the air, what kind, what kind of weapons do we have at the wide receiver position? Oh, we got Nicole out there playing split in. Uh, we moved Ashton Sawall into a slot so he can run the ball a little more, uh, but still be a, a threat catching the ball. Uh, our tight end yesterday had about a you know, 60, 70 yard uh, run all the way down to the three. Uh, he's a big weapon. Um, so, you know, I think they're all going to contribute a little bit. KJ will probably have to keep in the backfield the pass block. He's, uh, unfortunately, he's our best, one of our, you know, he's just as good as some of the offensive linemen pass blocking. So, uh, hmm. we'll probably have to keep him in the backfield to pick up the blitzes and stuff. 
Um, but for the most part, you know, everybody's going to have a little bit of uh, play action. You know, when you hit the play actions, hopefully, um, you know, we kind of catch teams off guard either with the slot or the tight ends. And, Coach, uh, when you took over, at first I expected maybe you guys would go back to the, the double wing, which was certainly a staple of the program for years. Uh, but you decided to stick with uh, at least a version of the spread uh, that had been in place uh, towards the end of Coach Graves' time there. Uh, talk to us about the new offensive philosophy uh, for the Lions. Um, so, even though I was there for so long, I, I really never messed with the offense at all and that, and that whole 15 years, I guess, I was with Coach Grace. Um, so uh, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. But uh, I looked at the O-line coaches I had coming in. Uh, I had my nephew for, for last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he ran zone in college. Uh, Coach Dave Perillo is probably one of the most knowledgeable coaches running the zone there is. Um, and then another gentleman, uh, Tyler Whippy, also played in college, and they all kind of ran the zone. So uh, with my O-line coaches knowing the zone better, um, you know, I mean, you can see, you know, it doesn't matter, matter who runs the ball, throws the ball, or catches the ball. If you can't block, <laughs> it don't matter. So uh, I went with what they knew the best, and then I kind of wrote up uh, a playbook and kind of went from there. <laughs> Uh, Coach, on the offensive line, I know that uh, in uh, one of the preview uh, newspapers that uh, there was talk about you're still working on candidates at guard while you're solid at right and left tackle, which, you know, that's good for the passing game especially. But have you solidified that? Are you still figuring out a starter going into next week against North Carolina? Uh, No, I think we've got uh, one of them locked down, uh, the right side. Uh, I thought we had the left side locked down, but – uh, he's going to tell me he's gonna, he may miss practice on Monday. So my rule is you miss practice, you don't start. Um, so whoever uh, fills his spot for that week of practice, that guy's going to play until uh, you know it's you know gets ugly. You know he can't block anybody, or or you know we'll see. So that 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 one's kind of up in the air. But the but the right one, um, uh, a tenth grader named Ethan stepped up and, and kind of took that spot. So, But the left one's still up in the air right now. Uh, Coach, defensively, that's your side of the ball, and that has been uh, an area where you guys have always been strong. Uh, talk to us about the defense for this 22 campaign and uh, what you're looking to be able to accomplish there. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got some young guys going to step up and play for us. I think we have a freshman that's going to start at news for us. Uh, but I feel pretty comfortable about our OLBs, um, Jai and Amir. They, they've worked hard in the weight room since December. They, I mean, they would actually come in there before basketball practice and games to lift weights with us. So uh, they put in a lot of work. And, um, you know, they both got big frames. They're both about 6'3", um, big wingspans. Um, so we're hoping they kind of can anchor us down um, with the secondary probably being – uh, the least amount of returners coming back. Uh, I think Ashton's actually the only starter coming back from there. So uh, hopefully we can put some pressure on uh, teams that want to pass the ball up front with our OLBs and uh, with our young secondary. It, it you know won't hurt us too bad. And uh, coach, this is this is Damien here. And uh, mm-hmm. Ashton erases a lot of problems back there at, at the safety position. I think he's a, he's a heck of a football player. Yeah, yeah, he, he's uh, he's. I don't even think he's quite to where he could be yet. Uh, once he starts doing the little things, sometimes he leads on his athletic ability too much. But uh, once he starts 
doing those those little things at the next level do, uh, I think he's even going to be special. So, uh, hope, hopefully, he, he starts doing those little things this week in practice. I, I think he will. You know, we talked to him today about it. But uh, you're right, he's uh, he's one heck of an athlete. So let's talk about week one. You're not easing into it whatsoever. You have uh, North Carolina Bulldogs week one. Mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to see them? What can you tell us about them? Yeah, we uh, we actually uh, we both scrimmaged. Uh, we had our scrimmages on Thursday, so we actually swapped tape last night. Um, and, you know, they're the same old, um, very fundamentally sound wing T team. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're, they're a little different on, on defense. They usually, you know, they, they got the 4-4 still, but usually they play with their outside linebackers up. Uh, in the scrimmage, they had them back a little more. You know, I don't know if they were just doing that because of the team they were playing or not, but, uh, you know, it's the same Carolina team, um, diff- just different personnel. Uh, the quarterback looks very athletic, um, so you know, he could be a dual threat. Um, you know, in, in the past, we tried to run some belly option on some teams, so that would be something that we definitely practice this week just because of the, the quarterback being that dual threat, um, and he definitely can cause some problems. Well, that's going to be a great litmus test game for both programs next week. We've got some outstanding matchups. Now, we've got Eastern Kent Islanders, our game of the week. The coach will certainly uh, be be paying very close attention, I should say, uh, to Queen Anne's and North Carolina in week one. Coach, appreciate your time. Look forward to talking uh, throughout the season with you. And, and glad you're on the mend. Hope all is well with you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. You guys have a good night. You too. Appreciate it. Head Coach Al Waters of the Queen Anne's County Lions. And so it sounds like depth is going to be an issue, that they've certainly got talent there in spots to have a returning quarterback, to have uh, players like K.J. Smothers. You mentioned uh, Ashton Seawald as well, both offensive and defense. Uh, But got to stay healthy. Otherwise, Coach, uh, it could be a a tough season. But on the surface, uh, if everybody stays healthy, there's certainly some talent on that team, no doubt. Oh yeah, and that, that that's the key really for everybody. There there's not um you know the the base side we have one three A school in it. The rest are you know they're two A and one A schools. Yeah, they're two A and one A schools. So um there's there's not 150 kids trying out for football. So the ones you have you have to make sure that they stay in the pads and stay on the field. Yeah, we'll take a time out when we come back. We're going to head from Centerville to Stevensville and Ken Island. A team I think head coach Damian Ferragamo knows about. We'll talk to new head coach, kind of new old head coach, Brian Sofidowski, next. Did you sustain a new injury? Tired of that nagging? Signed a mirror fixed or replaced? I got it done there. Appreciate it. And Carpenter Street Saloon. Brooke and I, the baby, were just down at St. Michael's Tuesday having lunch, and I stopped by to uh, uh, to have uh, an adult beverage there and enjoy the day a little bit for a few minutes uh, uh, before heading back home. So it's great to have them on board. And I can't forget uh, Baltimore Door and Frame, of course, uh, the Schmidt family, uh, which is part of my family, and I uh, really appreciate them being on board again. They've been uh, with us since the beginning. Well, uh, somebody that has been with us uh, from the beginning, and he's back in an old role, the new old head coach of the Kent Island Buccaneers, Brian Sofanowski. Coach joins us now. Coach, good evening. Appreciate your time. Good to talk to you again. Hey, Mike's been a while. How you doing, man? Good, uh, doing, good to hear from you again. Doing well, doing well, and uh, we're happy to uh, to have you back. And I know we've talked to you uh, on the podcast, talking about you getting back into coaching. We had a great conversation with you uh, early in the year, and I-, I have to ask you now that you're in the spot now that you're you know pretty much wrapped up summer practice with uh, the first week next week. Tell me what the uh, you know how it's been for you, and uh, was it easy <laughs> to transition back in, or was it uh, was it difficult for you? Well, the football part's been amazing, and I love being with the kids. And we have I've got an incredible staff 
the logistics side has been an absolute nightmare with our helmets not reconditioned, with the county redoing our tracks and now making the uh, game field non-usable and our first home game is now away. Logistically, it's been horrendous, but getting back uh, on the field again with the players and the coaches, it's a great feeling. So the football end of it, that's old hat, but right, everything else, the administrative end of it uh, has changed, and there's always challenges there as a, as a head coach, which, you know, you'd love to just coach football, but there is the, the outside stuff you have to take care of as well. Well, that was the best part about coaching with Damian is I let him handle all that trash, and I could just <laughs> walk on the field, coach, walk off the field, and I slept like a baby every night, you know? And now it's like you're waking up. You can't go to sleep till midnight. You wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning because you have something to do, and – yeah, th- those uh, troubles are all back in your head again. <laughs> well, just to let you know, Coach Sofanowski, I am sleeping well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> enjoying myself, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's you dealing with with all of those problems that, that come up regardless of where you are and what year it is. There's always something. <laughs> That's a fact. So, Absolutely right about that. So, so starting football, I'd like to start on the defensive side of the ball because, um, you know, th- through throughout the years um, – I know when I was there as assistant as the head coach, uh, Ken Island's always been a defensive football team. So if you can tell us a little bit about the defense, like who do we have returning, and um, who are we expecting some newcomers expecting to see who can have an impact on the game? Well, you know, before I even go here, I mean, I got I got to say, I, I made a pact with the defensive coordinator Tim Goodrich, and I said, if you don't come back, I don't come back. <laughs> so uh, he promised to give me a little bit of time. So I made a similar uh, deal when I took over for you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Tim's staying on as a DC, and and he does an incredible job there. Uh, you know, look, we it's it's we're a very inexperienced team in regards to returners. Uh, um, Casey Heath returns at middle linebacker. Uh, Keegan O'Brien returns at a Hawk Rover, which is sort of like an outside linebacker. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, it, it, we're that inexperienced. I. I most of my D-line is pretty much new. I mean, Austin Holland, I'm sorry, to Austin Island at the defensive end. And that's pretty much it, the returning starters on defense. We have three. Uh, we have a lot of guys working hard and vying for those positions and so forth. But uh, I think we pretty much solidified most of the positions right now. Yeah, and I saw today, I mean, there were, there were, it was a good day of football out there today. Uh, some, some really good football teams out there at, uh, at Buccaneer Stadium today. Um, so... Moving on to the offensive side of the ball, we know Casey Heath's going to carry the football and he's going to carry it a lot. We're not we're not giving away any secrets there. No. Nope. But, but last year you had Ken Island had a senior quarterback. You had uh, Brockington at receiver. You had Swider and Griebel carrying the ball. You had you know you had off, offensive linemen who had multiple years of varsity experience. Who other than Casey Heath is going to be a a dangerous kid on on the offensive side of the ball? Well, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, today showed a lot to our program that people like Keegan O'Brien, Austin Holland, and uh, Lloyd um, Price, who plays wide out, and made two great catches tonight, and also uh, as well as um, Tucker Claxton, who plays, does a dual role at tight end and wide out, and Tommy McAndrews, who's earned the position as starting quarterback through some really nice balls tonight. So uh, I, I would not just – literally focus your entire defense on Casey Heath because although he will run the ball a lot, I think we have some weapons that are going to be pretty dangerous for people if they focus totally on Casey because I think we'd be a dangerous offense. And the reason is that our offensive line, 
every week is getting better, and they're gelling together. And, and we've had some hiccups uh, against Dover last week, and all of a sudden we started clicking a little bit. And I think that's when Donnie Grave took over the offensive line position. And we are, I, I think, getting better every single day on the offensive line, which makes – everyone else better on the offense well and that's a story in and of itself and i'll have coach ask you about coach grave here in a second but coach uh since taking back over has your offensive philosophy changed at all and, and what will it be for this upcoming season no not really because look look we are not the fastest we are not the biggest we're not the strongest so we have to be dynamic we have to have multiple formations and we have and we have to i know people say oh you can't run the no huddle and Look, look, you can't tell me what I can't do. I will do it. We will do it. We will execute it. And we have to keep those those all defenses on their heels a little bit because we don't have their kind of type and style of athlete. So, uh, you know, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to be fast-paced. And uh, we're going to be probably 50-50 as far as spread and under center. So we're going we're to use all the assets we have available to us. And, Coach, talk about the quarterback situation because that's always one that pops up about how the team's going to be this year. Well, look, uh, we had three guys trying out for quarterback. Um, they all worked hard, and they all, you know, were doing their thing. And Tommy finally kind of rose up to the top. And and I tell you what, nobody worked harder than Tommy in the offseason. He didn't miss a day in the weight room. That's from 6 a.m. in the morning that I required the boys to come, all the way to 75% of the lifts in the summertime. And uh, he never missed a day. And he worked hard in 7-on-7 and so forth. So he earned that right to be the starting quarterback. And I just think, you know, maybe because he's a little quiet and he, he doesn't, he's not a rah-rah kind of guy, I think that the kids respect that a little bit from him because they saw how hard he worked. So uh, we're, we're going to be just fine there. All right, Coach. Well, you know, we all know that, that every head coach is only as good as the assistants they surround themselves with. So uh, I just have a question about Coach Grafe. Uh, let's, let's change that. The Hall of Famer, Coach Grafe, who just was inducted recently into the, the Football Coaches Hall of Fame. What does having somebody with his experience, his knowledge, and um, you know, come into the program when he was just down the road and it was a very heated rivalry for a very long time? Well, for, you know, everybody says, oh, my God, I bet you hate you guys hate each other. Donnie and I on game day, we would talk all the time, and we'd talk every other week except for our week, you know, and, uh, and so we had a great, we have a great deal of respect for one another. And, you know, one day we were talking in the off season and I was thinking about taking the job and I mentioned to him that, Hey, you know, would you, would you think about coming back? And he's like, well, I don't know. Let me think about it. And so I threw that, threw that banana out to him and he's like, well, what would I do? And the, uh, I said, well, just, I get you back in slow, you know, tight ends and D ends. And, and, uh, he's like, okay, I'm in. And, to go back to the part, other part of the question, to have somebody with his experience and his knowledge and also his demeanor, right, the way he talks to kids and handles kids because, you know, we're, we're all different types of style of coaches. And he's kind of like that reserve style, talks to the kids, and, you know, he's like that, that kind of like that father or grandfather puts an arm around you, hey, you know what, you know what you're doing here. And uh, so he has a great rapport with the, ki- with the players. Unfortunately, we had a little issue with coaching and, and our O-line coach, couldn't do it anymore so I, I i had to put my tail between my legs and i had to go to, go to coach craven and i said uh, i need a favor from you and he just looked at me and said what do you need i said i need you to be the head of the offensive line coach he's like no worries and it's funny is as soon as he took over well i think it was like last saturday and every day our boys just seemed to be just 
executing and executing and 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 they are believing in what he's telling them and they look so much better today than they did last week and there's no doubt it's because of the way he's talked to them and also because Mark Jenkins who is my defensive line coach has been giving him a great deal of help as well so they've been piggybacking back and forth working together on the on the offensive line and I'm telling you uh, what they've how they stepped up their game from last Friday to that today if they do the same thing next week it's going to be pretty amazing Coach, real quick as we wind things down, talk to us about now that you're back as the head coach uh, in terms of dealing with the kids, are you still as fiery as you were when you first took over the program? Are you, uh, you know, saving that for, uh, for bits and pieces? Or I should say, are, are you saving that uh, you know, for certain times? Or uh, are, are you more reserved than you used to be? Well, I think if I want to keep my job in today's world, I can't be anywhere near I used to be. And... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there's no way that I could coach the way I coached, you know, eight years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And, you know, it's not a bad thing either. I think I, I've, I've, I don't know why I say mature because I'm not sure that's a good word with me, but maybe I've grown a little bit, I guess. And I've uh, learned different ways to approach how I talk to kids. Now I still, I'll still go off once in a while and fly off here and there, but it, it's not like at a level, like, 12 or 10 every single play you know I might scale down to like an eight or a seven or a nine once in a while um but I I don't know I, I see the game a lot differently I also see how these kids have come off so many years of not playing and kind of like the COVID thing and look I I just can't go at them and expect them to be all in 100 percent of the time and me just go no screw it you're off the team because you missed the practice or you missed the you know you did this and that so I know I'm definitely more lenient than I used to be, but I've also kind of like respected the game a little more and respect the kids a little more um, because I know that they're a different generation a little bit. So, Coach, just like uh, we we just talked to, to Coach Waters over at Queen Anne's, and he's not starting out with any kind of cupcake whatsoever. You guys aren't either. The Eastern mm-hmm. Warriors in Week One. Have you had a chance to take a look at them and and, and what they're bringing to the table this season? Yeah, look, I went and watched them play last week, and I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, they're they're explosive. They're fast. Uh, O'Connor is just, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen other quarterbacks, but there's no question in my mind that he's, without question, one of the best all-round football players, period, in the base side, without question. And, um, you know, we're going to have to tackle that entire team and, and go after them. And, and they're they're – they're going to be one of the top-tier teams in the, in the Bayside. But at the same time, you know, we will not look at them any different than we look at week two, three, four, five, all the way down to week nine. Uh, we're going to approach them exactly the same way. And, uh, look, we're going to play our game. We're going to play for us, and we're not going to worry about who we're playing against. We're going to play our style of football. Well, Coach, we really appreciate your time. Congratulations on taking back over. And uh, we've got Coach Ferragamo who will be in the box uh, doing color commentary next week. Uh, Easton and Kent Island, that's our game of the week to kick off the season. The game in Easton, pregame at 540, kickoff at 6 o'clock. Looking forward to it. A great litmus test game for both programs, uh, just like Queen Anne's and North Carolina will be uh, to kick off week one. Uh, Kent Island and Easton will also uh, be in that same vein. Coach, thanks so much. Like I told you all fair, drink some tea, save that voice for uh, the season upcoming, huh? 
Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank thanks you. so much. Hey, Coach Brian Sofidowski. And I, I got to say real quick, Coach, that I think certainly as you talked about having Goodridge back on the defensive side or as he talked about on the defensive side, but just in general, there's still a lot of continuity there. So in terms of having kids, quote, unquote, buy in and all that, I, it, it seems like pretty much a smooth transition. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You know, when 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 I came on, I, I was I came on as an assistant under Coach Sofanowski. Those guys who I coached with stayed with me when I took yeah. and stayed with Coach Sof when he took it back over. So there, there there's a there's a, a lot of continuity, a lot of consistency throughout that program. And while like the formations plays might be different, the dedication that is required to be part of that program stayed the same. It's going to be interesting, though. A very young defense against a really good offense next week. Uh, Coach Goodrich will have his work cut out for him. But uh, even with a young defense, he, you guys have talked about, he's a very integral part of the team over the years. So with that, I'm sure that those guys will be ready, no doubt. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, and we'll talk to more of the coaches around the Bayside next. Customscapes and Pools can handle your custom pool and outdoor living spaces from start to finish. Already have a pool and feel like it's old, ugly, or just worn out? Then let Customscapes give it a new look. From a complete overhaul to taking care of the tile work or other issues, Customscapes and Pools does it all. Now's the time to start thinking about scheduling your pool closing. Let Customscapes and Pools get you scheduled and ready for the winter today. Call 443-786-1464 or Customscapes escapesandpools.com that's custom with a k if someone you know is exhibiting signs of depression or withdrawal take time to connect ask are you okay listen closely and without judgment share mental health resources for all seasons behavioral health and rape crisis center is here for struggling with a mental health challenge visit forallseasonsinc.org that's forallseasonsinc.org it's okay to ask for help. For All Seasons is here for you. Did you sustain a new injury? Tired of that nagging pain sitting behind your desk or just having a little more trouble moving around the house? Perrette and Moy Therapy Associates can help you get back to feeling new again. So whether it's a bone, joint, or muscle issue, let the therapist at Perrette and Moy Therapy Associates help you get back to being you. Brett Moy Therapy Associates, located at 460 Main Street in Stevensville. For an appointment, call 410-604-2982. There are plenty of insurance ads that make you laugh and even more great policies to choose from. But choosing the wrong policy can leave you far from laughing. That is why you should talk to an agent at McCartan Insurance who already knows your community and will take the time to get to know you. So you get more options, you get advice about what's right for you today and in the future. Let the agents at McCartan Insurance review your home, auto, and business coverage today so you aren't left far from laughing. Joseph W. McCartan Insurance on West Water Street in Centerville and online at McCartan.com. El Jefe Mexican Kitchen, located just off Route 50 at exit 38A on Ken Island, serves up affordable and authentic Mexican cuisine for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Kids eat free on Mondays. Daily specials include Taco Tuesdays, fajitas for Wednesday, and then it's burritos and drink specials for Thirsty Thursday. El Jefe Mexican Restaurant also offers catering. Call 410-604-1234. Follow El Jefe Mexican Kitchen on Facebook and see their whole menu at El Jefe Mexican Kitchen. 
At Queenstown Bank, they have a 122-year legacy of serving residents along Maryland's eastern shore, and they continue to maintain old-fashioned, personal customer service while offering the latest banking technologies and conveniences. They have a complete line of deposit, lending, and online banking solutions and have fraud protection available to help keep your accounts protected. Queenstown Bank is a full-service community bank where decisions are made locally. Visit them at one of their nine locations or online at queenstownbank.com. Queenstown Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Chinch Exports Locker is your go-to place for your local high school sports team spirit wear. Need a t-shirt, hoodie, or hat? How about a mask or a neck gaiter? Chinchek customizes apparel for any local high school, fire department, police department, or business. Family owned and operated by a first responder himself, Chinchek Sports Locker can set up an online store for you. Go to ChinchekSportsLocker.com or stop by and see them in the alley between Acme and Joanne Fabrics in Easton. Chinchek Sports Locker, the official apparel provider of Overtime Live. For almost 40 years, Maverick Transport in Easton has been providing unlimited solutions for your transportation and warehousing needs. They handle all types of freight for all types of businesses and manufacturers. While their service is among the best, they are most proud of their employees. These individuals live and volunteer right here on the Midshore. People that you pass by every day, and they are making a difference where they live. Have a business that needs a transportation service? Maybe you want to become a part of the Maverick team. Get more information at maverick.transport.com or call 410-820-5500. All right, welcome back. It's the annual Overtime Live preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus, East Hit, for all seasons, and Dakota Ice Company live from the Edge Training Academy studios. Open 24 hours a day with a membership, creating a healthier way of living one person at a time. Win the day at the Edge at the Chesapeake Bay Business Park on Kent Island. And all the head coaches join us on the Chincheck Sports Locker phone line, providing your favorite high school sports team spirit wear. Find Chincheck Sports Locker on Facebook. Now, next week, the Preston Ford Game of the Week presented by Best Western Plus and Four All Seasons features the Kent Island Buccaneers at the Easton Warriors. Join us for the Kona Ice tailgate party at 5 p.m. for free Kona Ice samples. And the Roto-Rooter pregame show gets us started at 540 right here on 94.3 Winks FM and ForeverMidShore.com. Now, we just talked to new old, or I should say old new, head coach uh, Brian Zofanowski of the Kent Island Buccaneers. Joining us now, the new old head coach of the Easton Warriors, Matt Griffith, joining Mike Bradley and the coach Damian Ferragamo. Coach, good evening to you. Appreciate your time tonight. Oh, hey, guys. How are you all doing tonight? Doing well. Doing well. And uh, we're looking forward to kicking off the season with the matchup next week. We'll get into that coming up. Uh, but, Coach, let me ask you, as I just noticed Coach Sofanowski, how was it getting back in the saddle, so to speak? Uh, was it easy transition for you? And what changes, if any, in terms of how you conduct a program have you made since you took back over the program? No, it, was, it was a lot of fun to get back involved and uh, excited to be out there with kids and the rest of the coaches and just coaching, teaching football. And, you know, we're just we're going back to basics, the things that we used to do when I was here before. And, uh, you know, just creating a, a culture and trying to teach the kids about discipline and, and learning how to finish. Coach, in terms of uh, motivation, uh, did you have to change the culture to a certain extent, or did you find that you had a team that was very hungry coming off what was a, a disappointing fall after having a really good spring? Well, yeah, I think the kids were all hungry. Um, you know, they were in a lot of games last year. And, you know, that's been a big part of what we've talked about is trying to learn, you know, learn how to win. You know, obviously, Ken Allen and Coach Paragama being there, you know, those guys built something. 
over the years and <clears throat> they know how to win and, and do those things and that's what we're trying to get to and um, you know coach McGlinchey did a good job with the program but you know we're, we're obviously cut from two different calls all right coach well um, last year a three and six record definitely a disappointing record for the program but I know firsthand that the first the first half of the first game of the season East Easton was clearly the better team than Ken Island in that first half I watched a game against Y High where, you know, Easton took them right down to the end. I believe it was a missed field goal to end the game. So they're, I think they're like four or five plays away from that record being a lot different. Um, what do you see? That, what do you see? How, how are you going to bridge that gap and, and make those five extra plays this year? Well, I, th- I think you nailed it right there, Damian. They were in a lot of games. They had opportunities to win, and <clears throat> they didn't seize those moments. And it's, that's something that you happen with the young group. And I think they were fairly young uh, last year. Um, this year we have 20 seniors on the team. Now there's about 10 or 12 of them that are, you know, uh, serious impact players. Um, and we have a lot of younger kids. So there's still just a gap of understanding. You know, they're coming off that, that COVID spring season where everything was all jacked up and different things happening. And just getting them to understand how to finish and play four quarters and, you know, how you can be the best teammate you can be with the guy next to you. Well, and Coach, uh, every team's success starts, uh, especially on offense, obviously at the quarterback position. Talk to us about uh, your returning senior quarterback in, in Kevin O'Connor, and uh, we know that he verbally committed to play at Duke uh, in early June, so he's got that behind him, so that should not be or that will not be a distraction. Uh, but talk to us about uh, his growth, and, and as you have come in and you're an offensive guy, what have you tried to do to elevate his game? Uh, yeah, Kevin's first off, he's first class, man, uh, on the field, off the field. Great family. I got coach's older brother. Uh, they're two different players, so it's kind of interesting uh, to see them on the field and interact with them a little differently. But the biggest thing for Kevin and I we've talked about is you know, getting back to basics and, and the finer details of things. You know, um, you, you guys know as well as I do when you're, you're talking about an offense and what we try to do, the little things are what counts, and that's what we missed on. I think they missed on last year, and that's what we're trying to close the gap on this year. Coach, are you ever going to run out of O'Connors? I feel like I've been, <laughs> I've been hearing the name for a while. I know there, I, there, there's at least one more in the program, correct? We have one more. That's a sophomore this year that uh, will be playing uh, most likely down on JV as quarterback. And then there's one more after that that I believe is in sixth or seventh grade now. And, well, Ke- Kevin's going to make – you know he, he, he's the key to the, to the Easton offense. Any quarterback in a spread is, is going to be that. Um, any plans of playing him defensively um, at outside linebacker and DN? Because uh, he, he was a very impactful player at that position. He is. You know, I, one of the things I talked to Kevin about when I first got rehired was, you know, I felt last year that they kind of they dipped their toe in the water with that. You know, not really sure how to do it. And I'm not a big fan of it, but because he is an impact player, he's going to play on both sides of the ball. He's worked really hard to get in great shape and, you know, being conditioned to be able to do that. Uh, Coach, I'm curious uh, in terms of running him, will that be something that you'll still continue to do, or do you want to focus more on having him be a, a passer and uh, hand that ball off to other running backs? We're going to take whatever we can that's going to be successful for us on each Friday night. If it means running him a little bit, then we'll run him. If it means he's throwing the ball, he's throwing the ball. If he's handing it off, we've, we've got a couple running backs this year that have been pretty good for us so far early on in scrimmages. So it's, um, you know, one of the things, whatever whatever is going to work for us, we're going to take advantage of. And, Coach, it seems like Easton uh, over the last several years has had a pretty deep wide receiver room, and uh, this season seems to be no different. Now, we're actually uh, we're probably the deepest I've ever seen since in my time here at the receiver spot. We, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable and confident 
going too deep in each one of the uh, positions, uh, the two wideouts and the two slots, and, and probably even three in some of them. Uh, you know, kids work really hard in the offseason, seven on seven, and at the team camp, and they put the work into. You know, I think we'll have some extra reps there for some other kids that maybe didn't see the field last year. Coach, I know you uh, graduated a a real impact player on the defense last year in Bramble. Who on that side of the ball is really stepping up for that leadership role on the, on the defensive end? Well, I'll tell you, there's a couple kids right now defensively. Uh, Toby McCall uh, is going to be a senior this year. He'll be the uh, inside linebacker. Uh, Kevin obviously picking up some of the parts there as well. Uh, then we got a couple younger kids. Kyle Diet, uh, junior, playing really well at linebacker for us. And then we have a freshman in Dustin Blue who's going to be pretty darn good. And, Coach, uh, next week uh, you kick off the season against Kind Island, head coach Brian Sofidowski. We just talked about with Coach Ferragamo, though, uh, that uh, the continuity there. So uh, I take it you're going to see uh, you know, a lot of what you've seen in years past from them. But nonetheless, that's a really good matchup to kick off the season, as we've been talking about. That's quite a litmus test game for the program right there against uh, you know, Coach Goodrich on the defensive side. That That's going to be a great matchup between you on the offense and him on the defense. Uh, you know, we got our hands full next week. They're they're very well coached. You know, they got a, a wealth of coaches there that have been around that know what they're doing, and they do a great job motivating their kids. Their players are tough. Um, you know, they're going to come out ready to play, and I'm sure there's going to be something. You know, you, you can prep and watch all the films you want from 2012, 13, and 14 when so was there before, which I've done. And uh, you know, he's going to have some other things in his pocket. And then defensively, they're always sound. And, and Coach Goodrich does a great job at Jenkins getting those guys to come hard off the ball and, you know, always creating problems for us. Well, Coach, what, what probably a lot, a lot of people don't know out there is I tried to drag you out of the booth last year. I <laughs> uh, tried, tried, tried to bring you out to Stevensville. I hope you're enjoying yourself at Easton in your second tenure there. Um, and really looking forward to our week one matchup. Uh, no, it was. You know, that was tough last year because I wanted to get back at it. But, uh, you know, when you, you, you've been here for, you know, nine years where I was, it was a good fit coming back. And it's been fun so far. And then there's days I go, what did I do? Uh, why did I do this? You know, but uh, it's, it's been good. I got a good group of coaches working hard. And, um, you know, hopefully we can give uh, Ken Allen a good game next week. Well, Coach, yeah, some of the things that we knew last year that we couldn't talk about, now we can talk about and all that. But, no, it's great to have you back on the sidelines. We appreciate uh, your contributions in the booth. It was a pleasure working with you. I did a game with you with uh, Eastern Parkside last year. Uh, but great to have you back on the sidelines. And uh, it's great to have some continuity for us here at Overtime Live. Uh, so best wishes on the season ahead. And, uh, obviously, we will be talking to you next week as we kick off things with the game of the week. And, of course, Mark Potter, as we now know, your head JV coach. And hopefully that's going well. Yeah. Oh, Coach Potter's doing a great job. He's a great pickup for us. Uh, you know, the head coach that we had was, you know, due to work personally, she wasn't able to. And Mark's came in, done a great job and, and filled right in and has taken the, the rain. And as I told him, uh, Damien, so next week come with a little bit of appetite. You know, so I got to set the tone for the year for you fellas. All this, uh, you know, people dropping off water and snacks. We, we're not dropping water and snacks, man. We're taking care of y'all. <laughs> That's never been a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> coach, thanks so much. Take care. All right. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. You as well. Matt Griffith, head coach of the Easton Warriors, back in the saddle. And don't forget to affordable and authentic Mexican cuisine for lunch and dinner seven days a week. El Jefe Mexican Kitchen, located at exit 38A on Ken Island. And they sponsor our coach of the year. So that's where I was going with that, by the way. Uh, not a random mention. Uh, but, uh, yeah, next week, that'll be, uh, that'll be a heck of a matchup. Looking forward to it. 
So, uh, Coach, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, Going to catch up with North Carolina head coach James McCormick next. It's the Overtime Live annual preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons and Kona Ice. Hi, I'm Brett Towers, President and CEO of Go Glass. Just like a lot of you, I played high school sports back in the day. As I look back at all the memories, we had a ton of fun, and it was made possible by a lot of dedicated people, including many other businesses in our community. All of them played a big part in our success. Though I was too young in those days to understand it, today I'm proud to say that Go Glass supports Overtime Live because all of us have a role to help our kids succeed. Today and the future, Go Glass. We're proud to be Delmarva's number one glass company. Hi folks, David Wilson Jr. of the Preston Automotive Group here. Did you know that we can deliver your vehicle straight to your home or office? You can view and purchase vehicles from Preston's complete inventory online at PrestonMotor.com. Preston Automotive Group is here to ensure you get exactly what you've been looking for. We can even custom order select brands straight from the source. Integrity, urgency, teamwork, personal growth, attention to detail, community. These are the core values we live by here at the Preston Automotive Group. We're family, friends, and professionals. Visit us online at PrestonMotor.com to get started today. Need a little weekend getaway? Maybe you have business associates, friends, or family coming to town? Have them stay at Best Western Plus Easton. They're continually awarded the TripAdvisor's Travel Choice Award because they provide a comfortable bed, complimentary breakfast, clean environment, even an indoor pool and hot tub to help you unwind. Make your reservation today by calling 410-822-7100. That's 410-822-7100. As a homeowner, you have choices. Like who do you call for roofing, siding, and gutter repairs and replacement? Many of those on the Midshore have called Midshore Exteriors. They call Brian Faulkner and his team because their quality of product and service is backed by the best warranty in the industry. And they have the awards to prove it. Midshore Exteriors recently received the GAF Master Elite Triple Excellence Award and the President's Award. And residents here on the shore voted them best of coastal style for roofing and siding for the third straight year. Find out why you should choose Midshore Midshore Exteriors at MidshoreExteriors.com. Oh no, there's water everywhere. Dad, a pipe broke. My poor carpet. We need a plumber. And fast. Roto-Rooter does plumbing. We need somebody to clean up this water. And Roto-Rooter does water cleanup. As soon as I can find the phone and all this water, I'm calling a bunch of people. I told you, Roto-Rooter does both. 1-800-GET-ROTO. Wait, Roto-Rooter does plumbing? And water cleanup? Yeah, they do both. 1-800-GET-ROTO. What's What's their their number? number? Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. You can train here, you can play here, and you can even give here. The Edge Training Academy offers 24-hour gym access memberships for all ages so you can show up when it's convenient for you. Your health is what matters, so no matter the age, the Edge can fit your needs. Interested in one-on-one sports-specific or general training? The Edge has been successfully training athletes from the shore, proving that their method stands the test of time. Let the Edge show you the way to a better way of living, a better way of playing, and a better way to win the day. Go to theedgetrainingacademy.com. 9 o'clock straight up at WINX FM, St. Michael's Easton, 94.3 Winx FM, the Midshores Country Station, and your local sports leader. You're listening to the annual Overtime Live preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton, for all seasons at Kona Ice, coming to you from the Edge Training Academy studios, and all the coaches join us on the Chincheck Sports Locker phone line. Mike Bradley back at it for another season, so very happy to be with you. Also, former Kent Island head coach David Ferragamo as well. Again, Coach, uh, really appreciate you uh, coming in studio tonight. 
Oh, I, listen, I'm, I'm doing a whole lot of nothing nowadays. So uh, <laughs> I, have, I have plenty of time, and I, I do love high school football. I love the Bayside Conference, so I'm happy to come in here and talk about it. Well, joining us now, we've got North Carolina head coach James McCormick. Coach, good evening. Good to talk to you again. Welcome back for another season of Overtime Live. Well, thanks for having me on, and I'm, I'm going to have to have a conversation with Damian here at some point pretty soon about uh, what doing nothing's all about. You know, I'm, I might might have to be joining him here one of these years. It's a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, you're leading me into it. So you're heading into your 22nd season, but uh, big news in the offseason, of course. Longtime assistants, Colin Joseph and Jody Ward stepping down. And, of course, Mark Potter did uh, a special Shore Sports podcast uh, uh, with uh, you guys and uh, with that big news. Also, Jeff Council and Rob Blakely. So I know you're quoted in the uh, Star Democrats saying, I'm the lone wolf out there but talk to us about this transition and i guess the first question though is why did you decide to come back when your assistants ended up retiring because i guess the thought process was that you all you guys would go out together so um talk to us yeah. about why you made that decision to come back yeah i, I think they, they were trying to convince me to go out with them but uh you know it's uh you, you got to know you're 100 percent ready you don't want to leave and then look back and say man i wish i'd have stayed another couple of years or something like that so uh you know the bottom line was uh i still enjoy coaching i like being around the kids um you know there, there's times that I've, I've been doing it for 22 years as a head coach this is my 29th year coaching uh overall and uh you know there's times that you get tired but uh you know look i you know i get excited to go out to practice with kids every day and uh you know they're still kids and we have fun and it's it's, it's awesome so you know i wasn't ready to give that up and uh you know, I, I decided to come back. Come back. Most of those guys chose to, you know, kind of, you know, walk off into the sunset, which is great. You know, they're, uh, you know, they're awesome guys, great coaches, and I, I understand. You know, they they didn't hold back. They let me know up, you know, up front, and uh, you know, it's good for them. And you know, it's uh, they're 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 having fun and enjoying life. And uh, one of these one of these days, I'll be joining them and Damien and figuring out what it's like on the other side. Well, and Coach, let me ask you, who are the guys then replacing those guys? Big shoes to fill, but uh, obviously a, a much different staff than last year. Yeah, yeah, much much different, much younger. Uh, you know, we got Nick McMorris, uh, you know, guy, guy who played for us a few years back, and uh, um, he's been with us for a few years, and he's coaching with us. Matt Forrest, who actually played for Sofanowski over in Kent Island, uh, he's helping us out. Heath Wilkins is our JV coach, uh, Andrew Bishop. Uh, this guy teaches the high school. He used to work down in Cambridge with uh, Jake, and uh, he's up with us now. Uh, so, you know, we got some good guys. We got picked up a young guy that just started teaching uh, in Carolina this year, uh, Benny Minetti, a Delaware guy, went to Archmere. So we got some good young coaches. Uh, they're young. They're, they're figuring it out, and, uh, you know, we're working hard, and, and we'll see what we can do. Coach, has the turnover in, in coaching staff changed your role at all? Are you, are you calling the offense? Are you calling the defense? Has, has anything changed in, in that regard? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I've, I've, I've for the last twenty, you know, whatever, twenty-seven years, twenty-eight years, I've done the offense, and uh, yeah, I decided uh, you know this year with some changes in the coach staff, it's a good opportunity to get some young guys in there. So Nick McMorris is going to call the offense for us this year. Um, we're going to do the wing thing. We're not changing that. Um, you know, maybe a little bit different than what we've been doing the last you know twenty-some years, but uh, we're still going to run the wing tee, and I'm going to slide over and call the defense. Uh, which Coach Joseph did uh, for the last twenty-some years, you know. So I'm going to kind of slide into his role, and uh, you know, give give Nick, you know, some uh, some opportunities to you know make some changes and uh, you know see what he can do. Speaking of like how it may be a little bit different this year, um, 
you're going to have a, a, a pretty athletic quarterback, probably one of the more athletic quarterbacks you've ever had. Is is that part of those little things you're going to do different? Is that quarterback going to be involved in the running game? Yeah, yeah. So we're you know in the side belts, junior. He's a you know big, strong, athletic kid, and uh, you know we had him up on varsity last year as a sophomore, doing some things for us, and uh, you know he's sliding into the starting quarterback role this year. So. You know, we're hoping to utilize him. You know, he's big, he's fast, um, he's an athletic kid, he's got a great arm, you know, to, and I, I know there's a lot of really, really good quarterbacks in the Bayside, but, um, um, you know, we think he's pretty good, and we're, we're going to give him some opportunities to hopefully make some plays for us and uh, try to utilize him a little bit more than, than what we've done the last few years with quarterbacks. So you're saying the coaches just can't pull out the same play cards they've been using for scout the last uh, 20 years for <laughs> yeah. North Carolina? Well, I, I, you know what? I hope they do. They pull out the same play cards. And there's, there's going to be a lot of similar ones, but uh, there'll be a couple new play cards they're going to have to write up when they're when they're looking at huddle. Coach, in terms of the running back position, uh, it looks like you've got depth there, but it, it looks like those are guys, though, that will be getting their first taste of varsity ball. Is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, we we got some we got some young guys. We got uh, Trent Towson's a senior, uh, hasn't didn't play for us last year, the year before, um, but I, I think he's going to be a good football player for us. Um, but he doesn't have varsity experience. Uh, then we have a couple of sophomores and Zymir Smith and Tyson Weber, um, you know, who are good athletic kids, but they're young, and you know, there's there's a huge transition from JV to varsity. Uh, so you know, we're working on trying to expedite that and get them up to speed pretty quick. Uh, but we got some other good kids, you know, at fullback. You know, we got Jack Morris as a senior, has played for us a good bit. And I think he's going to be pretty solid. Uh, we we got a saddle boy. We got like 800 saddles in Caroline County, and uh, uh, so you know he's going to be another fullback, which I think is going to be great. Uh, you know, he's he's always doing a good job for us. I think he's going to be a good addition to that backfield. He's a junior, so we're young. Uh, we're making the transition. Uh, you know, kind of getting to that varsity speed. Um, and each day, you know, I tell the kids, look, it's, it's about getting the reps and, and getting better and more comfortable each day. And uh, hopefully as we go through the season, we're going to get better and better and uh, stay healthy and by the end of the season. Hopefully we'll, we'll be in a spot that we can do something. Coach, just like we, we were talking to Coach Sofanowski, and when you think of Ken Island football, you think, we told him, you, you think it's a defensive football team. I think North Carolina's the same way. And that's no disrespect to the other side of, ball, of the ball at either school. But when I think of North Carolina, I think of a, a, a tough hard-hitting, disciplined defense. Um, you, you graduated some guys last year who were some pretty good defensive football players. Who on that side of the ball is stepping it up? Um, you know, so that's we, – we, we got some young guys there. But, uh, you know, Dante Warner's uh, one of our linebackers. Dante Warner uh, is going to be kind of a stalwart in the middle for us. Um, you know, so we're hoping that he's going to kind of lock things down. we got some young kids at the, deep, at the defensive line. Uh, Justice – Paul is a kid that's going to be starting for us at uh, T-Tackle. He's a, he's a sophomore. we got a, a senior in Jaden Warner. Uh, he'll be starting in there as well. And then we got a, a couple of Piavis boys. You know, we got McCabe graduated last year, and we got some younger brothers with Owen and Henry who uh, are both going to be playing for us on, on the varsity this year. And, uh, you know, they're, they're both pretty good. So we got some young guys there uh, that I think are going to be good up front. Um you know, Tommy Morris is another linebacker that's going to be playing for us. So I think, you know, kind of in that box area that I, I think we're pretty solid. Just got to got to get the guys a little bit more comfortable. Uh, then on the outside, uh, the outside linebackers with Sean Samuel and uh, David Sadoff uh, would play in one spot for us. And then Sean Bunce is going to be on the other side for us. And uh, they're, they're athletic kids. They're both uh, – all three of them are really good kids. And they're going to 
kind of be rotating through there. So, you know, we we got some kids that can play. Um, we got a little bit of depth on that side of the ball, and uh, you know, I think we'll be all right. You know, we'll, we'll see. You know, kind of going forward here, but I, I think we're going to be okay. Coach, just real quickly as we wrap things up, has it refreshed you now that you're going to be running the defense uh, for the first time instead of offense? And, you know, for the listeners out there, they may wonder, how do you go for running offense all those years to running defense? Uh, did you have to put a lot of time in, or were you that familiar with the defense as well uh, that it was a pretty easy transition to take over that side of the ball this season? You know, it, it's uh, it, it's been relatively easy. It's not, you know, 100% easy when you're shifting from one thing to the other. Um, but, you know, the last, you know, I don't know, 20-some years, Colin and I, you know, Colin's called the defense, but I've always kind of run the secondary. So we're, we're kind of coaching at the same time. You know, he's, he's running the box, and I'm making adjustments in the secondary as we go. Um, this year I just got to do all of it. Uh, so that's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be difficult. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think knowing offense and how offenses work, you know, being an offensive guy, uh, you know, through high school, when I went to college, I was recruited as a quarterback. Now I went to college as a quarterback and ended up being in the secondary, uh, playing free safety. So, um, you know, having an understanding of offenses and how they work, I think, helps you as a defensive coordinator kind of, you know, make those adjustments and, and know what's going on on the field. Head coach uh, James McCormick of the North Carolina Bulldogs. They kick off the season first week against Queen Anne's on the road. Kickoff at 6 o'clock in that one. Coach, we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks so much, and uh, have yourself uh, a good week of practice leading up to week one here. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, 9-10 on the OTL, the annual preview show. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, and we'll talk to more coaches around the Bayside next. People come from all over the midshore to eat at Johnny's Tavern. Located at 39 Main Street in East Newmarket, open Wednesday through Sunday, Johnny's offers wing night Wednesdays, prime rib on Fridays, a DJ on Saturday nights, and sports all day Sunday. The lunch and dinner specials are posted daily on their Facebook page or check out the full menu at johnnystavernmd.com. Johnny's Tavern, Main Street, East Newmarket. It's worth the drive. For almost 40 years, Maverick Transport in Easton has been providing unlimited solutions for your transportation and warehousing needs. They handle all types of freight for all types of businesses and manufacturers. While their service is among the best, they are most proud of their employees. These individuals live and volunteer right here on the Midshore. People that you pass by every day, and they are making a difference where they live. Have a business that needs a transportation service? Maybe you want to become a part of the Maverick team. Get more information at mavericktransport.com or call 410-820-5500. There are plenty of insurance ads that make you laugh and even more great policies to choose from. But choosing the wrong policy can leave you far from laughing. That is why you should talk to an agent at McCartan Insurance who already knows your community and will take the time to get to know you. So you get more options, you get advice about what's right for you today and in the future. Let the agents at McCartan Insurance review your home, auto, and business coverage today so you aren't left far from laughing. Joseph W. McCartan Insurance on West Water Street in Centerville and online at McCartan.com. Did you sustain a new injury? Tired of that nagging pain sitting behind your desk or just having a little more trouble moving around the house? Perret and Moy Therapy Associates can help you get back to feeling new again. So whether it's a bone, joint, or muscle issue, let the therapist at Perret and Moy Therapy Associates help you get back to being you. 
Brett Moy Therapy Associates, located at 460 Main Street in Stevensville. For an appointment, call 410-604-2982. Baltimore Door and Frame, along with Supplies Unlimited, have been satisfying residential and commercial customers for more than 30 years. Take the hassle out of shopping for metal or wood doors, door hardware, or frames by going to baltdoor.com. There you'll find a vast array of fine products at great prices, including UL fire-rated products. Supplies Unlimited is the place to turn for drywall, metal framing, and all the accessories needed to finish the job. Find good prices and great service at SuppliesUnlimitedInc.com. Hanging out with Bob Pino at an optical galleria with three locations in Centerville, West Ocean City, and in Easton. And Bob, you guys have an exciting new sunglass line called Hook. Hook is designed by myself, Nikki, and since we're into the sport fishing and the polarized lenses, they are being formulated exactly for us to have performance on the water great driving sunglasses and super quality it's just really nice to have your own product i have a pair of hook glasses and you're right you get behind the wheel they are very comfortable it's just a nice fitting cool looking sunglass that performs extremely well hook sunglasses available in all three and optical gallery locations where you get all sorts of different glasses for all sorts of different needs computer night driving fishing motorcycle riding sewing glasses and we can make glasses specifically for that at an optical galleria check them out online at eisenart.net all right, back to the annual Overtime Live preview, uh, preview show that is presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus, Easton for all seasons, and Coda Ice. Joining me on the Chinchek Sports Soccer phone line, Chinchek Sports Soccer providing your favorite high school sports team spirit wear. Find Chinchek Sports Soccer on Facebook is the head coach of the Kent County Trojans, and that's Harold Somerville. Coach, thanks so much for your time tonight. Appreciate it. You're welcome, sir. Uh, let's start with you taking over as head coach Brian Aiken uh, making the decision to uh, step down and uh, you took over the program uh, talk to us about the, the transition as a bit of seamless one and were you able to retain uh, the rest of the assistants that were on Brian's staff from last year yes last year I came in as a first year assistant coach I transitioned from the uh, youth level I was down there coaching for 10 years uh, and Kent County High School is uh, where I went to school at. And I kept all of the same staff that was there. And I brought in one more uh, assistant coach to help with the defensive backs and the wide receivers. So in terms of the scheme offensively and defensively, are things pretty much staying the same, Coach? Well, the defense uh, stayed the same, but uh, the offense changed up some. We, we're putting in a new key pieces just you know trying to gel with the kids and and learning on their level and they're learning on our level as well coach um one thing a lot of people don't know is is this, how much the size of the school and the, the amount of people available for a football team really makes a difference um in 1a football right. and i i coach in a 4a team and then came down to a 2a team it's almost like coaching an entire different sport how are the numbers looking at Absolutely. kent county high school well, we started out pretty good. We started out with about 38 kids, and now we're down to about 30. So the numbers are better than they were in the past. So we're, we're just trying to make it grow. We still don't have a JV. We just have a varsity, but we're just trying to make it grow, change the culture up. 
And Coach, how would you describe yourself uh, in terms of a coach being different from Coach Aiken? Are you guys pretty similar in terms of your style and approach in dealing with the kids? Well, one thing that's different for me is I, I have a really good rapport with the kids because I also mentor at the high school. Okay. Um, I also am living in this county, and I know majority of the kids that's playing. So, Coach, you're saying you're coming from the um, the youth level in Kent County. Do you have any of your players that you coached the youth level up at the high school with you? Yes, I do. I have uh, – right now, and I have about – 10 players that I coach down on the youth level. I'm going to warn you that last game their senior year is going to be tough. I just went through that myself coaching my son's team and then they all just graduated seniors last year. It's 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 definitely tough when they when they yeah. when they leave you. I know, believe me. I know. And if some of the kids I got will be coming up throughout the years, I've I've coached some of them as well, so it'll be a good transition, I think so. Uh, Coach, uh, you've got a senior quarterback, but he's a first-year quarterback. He was a receiver for you guys last year. How has that transition gone for him in uh, Matt Wade? He, he's really taking that role on, and he, he knows the, the responsibility of it. But he, he he's an athlete, so I'm pretty sure that he can do it. The two scrimmage games we've had so far, he did pretty well. He's still in the learning process, but he, he's learning pretty quickly. Coach Somerville, so um, you played for Kent. You mentioned you went to Kent County High School. You played for Kent County High School, um, and yeah. you were were you a member of the the back to back state championship teams that were there uh, back in the late eighties and early nineties? Yes, eighty nine, ninety, back to back. I was part of both both of those teams. That's that's incredible. That's that, that's great just to be able to come back to your alma mater and give back to the place Absolutely. that uh, that that you were wearing those colors. We'd like to say not so long ago, but I guess it was a little while ago. <laughs> many, many years ago. Many years ago. Coach, uh, talk to us about next week uh, and your fo- uh, your first opponent, your first game on the road. But talk to us ab- about who that is and uh, you know what uh, what you're looking to accomplish in your first game as head coach. What are you looking for in terms of kind of letting people know about Kent County football? Uh, next next week we go up against Bow Manor. We. Uh, we took a took a loss against them last year. Um, of course, in in the past, we 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 was always on top when it came to Bone Manor. Um, but next week, I'm I'm looking forward to, of course, going with a win. Uh, the boys learn. It's it's a process. Every time we step on the field, we want them to come off the field learning something and and knowing what they need to work on at the end. Coach, uh, appreciate your time. Best wishes. We look forward to talking to you throughout the year. And uh, we'll uh, catch up with you next Friday, in fact. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Head Coach Harold Somerville of the Kent County Trojans there. And, uh, you know, Coach, uh, I certainly guess that the the hope is – and there's no reason to think otherwise, given the fact that he's a former player and coach and he mentors there, uh, to get some continuity. They've had some issues with that over the last couple of years. Some continuity and some excitement. That's, uh, the excitement is a huge part of getting numbers out. And the schools, the 1A schools, um, that, that's a huge part of it. it is the, the number of guys you have to choose from to put out on the field is a huge factor in whether you can be successful when you're out there. 
We'll take a timeout when we come back. We're going to start to talk to some of the coaches uh, in the Bayside South. We'll do that next. It's the Overtime Live Preview Show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons and Coda Ice here on 94.3 Winks FM. Key One has been providing locksmith services to residential and commercial customers across Maryland's eastern shores since 1994. Whether you need to rekey a property, want to install new deadbolts, or even upgrade to the new high-tech Wi-Fi deadbolts, Key One and its qualified technicians can take care of your needs. Have a dead remote for your car, or maybe you need a replacement keymate. Key One does that too. Don't forget that Key One offers 24-hour emergency services. Make Key One the place to call for all of your lock, safe, and automotive key needs. Located on Marlboro Road in Easton or call 410-820-4419. As a homeowner, you have choices. Like who do you call for roofing, siding, and gutter repairs and replacement? Many of those on the Midshore have called Midshore Exteriors. They call Brian Faulkner and his team because their quality of product and service is backed by the best warranty in the industry, and they have the awards to prove it. Midshore Exteriors recently received the GAF Master Elite Triple Excellence Award and the President's Award, and residents here on the shore voted them best of coastal style for roofing and siding for the third straight year. Find out why you should choose Midshore Exteriors at MidshoreExteriors.com. Carpenter Street Saloon is located in the center of St. Michael's and has served as the cornerstone gathering spot for residents, boaters, and tourists for many years. They're known for their many food specials, including turkey Thursdays, hot turkey, mashed potato stuffing, and gravy. Daily specials throughout the week and live music on the weekends. Check out their specials on Facebook or online at carpenterstreetsaloon.com. So for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, isn't it time for you to beat feet to C Street? Hi, I'm Brett Towers, President and CEO of Go Glass. Just like a lot of you, I played high school sports back in the day. As I look back at all the memories, we had a ton of fun, and it was made possible by a lot of dedicated people, including many other businesses in our community. All of them played a big part in our success. Though I was too young in those days to understand it, today I'm proud to say that Go Glass supports Overtime Live because all of us have a role to help our kids succeed. Today and the future, Go Glass. We're proud to be Delmarva's number one glass company. All right, 923, 94.3 Winks FM. It's the annual Overtime Live preview show presented by Preston Ford. Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons and Kona Ice. Don't forget next week, the Preston Ford Game of the Week. Again, presented by Best Western Plus and for all seasons. Features the Eastern Warriors hosting the Kent Island Buccaneers. But, of course, we'll have you covered with all the games throughout the Bayside. Mike Bradley back for another season and happy to be with you. And the coach, Damian Ferragamo, joining me in studio tonight. And coach will be a part of the broadcast team providing color commentary for the games this season again coach good to have you tonight good to have you this season we're looking forward to it oh it's, it's going to be a lot of fun I, I, i'm not going to lie a little nervous behind the microphone but uh trying my best just to talk a little football with everybody well coach you're doing great tonight so if that's any indication you will be just fine this season joining us now the new head coach of the james m bennett clippers although i'll say old new head coach we've been giving that title out to brian sofidowski and matt griffith now in coach's case here with Coach Lasinski. He didn't step away. He's just uh, with a new team, and Coach joins us now. Coach, good evening. Appreciate your time. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you transitioned from Washington to James M. Bennett. Talk to us about how uh, that uh, transition went, when the opportunity presented itself, and you know the decisions that you, you had to weigh about whether to stay or go. Yeah, so uh, it was something where at the end of last season I decided that Did we lose you, Coach? 
Uh-oh. Looks like we lost him there. All right. We'll have to have him. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll have to have him call back. I mean, you dropped off, so. No. So, well, we've got some new. Uh, we talked about uh, some of the uh, new coaches, and uh, Coach is not a new coach, but he's new to uh, the. Uh, He's new to the James M. Bennett program. And coming from Washington, and I, I don't know the exact enroll no, enrollment numbers, but I'm, I'm sure it's one of the smaller schools in the state of Maryland who ha, that has football from a 1A perspective jumping up into the 3A. So like, like we talked about with Kent County, the number of bodies he has to work with is definitely going to change. All right, Coach, I think we have you back. Are you there? Coach, are you there? Hmm. Coach, are you there, sir? All right. Well, apparently not. Let me do this. Let me take a quick time out. We'll come back. We'll see if we can't call him ourselves. Uh, not sure what's going on with the phones, but we'll try to get it fixed next. When it comes to insuring your family, there's no reason to settle for anything less than advice from an agent who knows your community and takes time to know you. So you're not just choosing policies, you're getting options based on your needs. Who can bring you all of this? Agents who see the big picture. To protect your home, auto, and business, choose Joseph W. McCartan Insurance on West Water Street in Centerville. They live here, volunteer here, and work here. Let the agents at McCartan Insurance review your coverage today. Get started at McCartan.com. All right, we've got Coach back with us. Coach, are you there, sir? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Okay, I'm not sure what happened there. All right, so uh, we were asking you about you taking over the job at James M. Bennett and the decisions you had to make to, to leave one place and go to another. Yeah, it's it's never an easy decision whenever you decide to leave a place you've been to that long. Um, but at the end of the season last year, I decided that I was just going to uh, resign, kind of be done with coaching football, just be a dad, hang out with my wife and kids. Um, but then uh, Dustin resigned from uh, JMB, and I had applied for a uh, administrative position with the county. Um, they decided that they were going to offer both positions to me, and I decided to accept them both. And talk to us about what you needed to hear from them to convince you to take the job. Obviously, Bennett had a really difficult season last year. You mentioned, uh, you know, Coach stepping down. So I'm sure there had mm-hmm. to be some questions about, you know, is this a good job for me? Is this a good job, period? Yeah, and I did a little bit of research before I decided to take the position. Um, I, I talked to Dustin a little bit. Uh, one of my uh, former assistants at Washington was also – um, at Bennett as a, at a teacher, as a teacher at the time. Um, I talked to him a little bit. Um, so I did know a little bit about the program going in. Um, Dustin talked about the group of young kids that they had there that he thought uh, there was the opportunity to uh, to build something going forward. Um, that got me excited, plus just the fact that I, I live in Salisbury. My kids are going to go to Bennett. Um, it seemed like a really good opportunity. All right, Coach. Like we, We've been talking to um... – some coaches just talked to Kent County, talking about the 1A schools and and mm-hmm. the the struggles of getting athletes to come out for football and and really sustaining a a, a roster that allows you to be successful. Have you found right. it a lot different over at J.M. Bennett? Uh, so it is different than being at Washington. 
um, you know, the main difference is we have more kids to uh, choose from in the school. So while I don't think our numbers are great um, for a 3A school, we got about uh, 52 kids out for the program right now. Um, I'd, I'd like to see that number grow to, you know, 70, 80-some kids. Um, but when you put that in perspective where, you know, whenever I was at Washington, we typically had somewhere between, you know, 23 to 28 kids on the roster. Um, so a lot more kids to, to choose from. Injuries don't hurt as bad. You can always go 11 on 11 in practice. Um, and just at Bennett, we're able to have a, a JV team that's going to really help the program grow. We have like 21 or 22 um, freshmen right now. So uh, our JV team is basically a freshman team, and, and I think that's really going to serve us well in the future. Well, Coach, when you were at Washington, I saw you a little bit through just scouting film, but I know that you, mm -hmm. out of necessity, you were forced to do some unique things offensively, kind of outside <laughs> the box. Um, what, what can we expect offensively now that you're with the Clippers? <laughs> well, we're not going to have to run the A11 offense like we had to in Washington <laughs> um, in 2018. Um, you know, not that uh, it didn't work well for us because it, it really did. We uh, we had some offensive success that year. Um, it was just very unorthodox. Um, going to Bennett, um, you know, we're going to run. A, I'm a spread offense type of guy, uh, so so we're going to run a, a spread offense. We have a, a very athletic quarterback um, that can also throw the ball. Um, and some athletic kids that can catch it. So we're just going to try to uh, um, do everything we can as a coaching staff to get the ball in the hands of our athletes and put them in the best position for to make plays. All right, Coach, so that, that, the offensive side of the ball. How about the defensive side, not only the philosophy, but maybe some of the kids who are going to be the key contributors? So really on both sides of the ball, um, there's not a lot of experience coming back from previous teams. There's, there's guys that have had varsity playing time, um, but not a whole lot of guys have played a lot of varsity football. Um, but talking about the defensive side of the ball, um, we're, we're going to be mostly a, an off-front defense that mixes some cover two, cover three. Um, a couple guys that we think can really have a, a big impact on this defense is a safety for us is uh, Aiden Neff. Um, he, uh, he's a senior. Um, we expect him to be kind of a lead-by-example type of guy. Um, Neff is a great kid, hard worker, doesn't say a whole lot, but just goes out there and plays his butt off, play, practices his butt off and plays his butt off every week. Um, uh, a great tackler. Um, and then whenever you get kind of into the, into the box, kids, uh, Widerson Moise is going to be a linebacker, offensive lineman for us. He's kind of a vocal leader, motivational leader. Um, we expect him to have a really good season for us on both sides of the ball. Coach, a couple of quick questions as we wind things down. How many starters, though, do you have back? I know you mentioned not a lot of experience, but how many starters? What is that number? Man, um, <laughs> probably, I don't even know the exact number, but I think it's uh, only two or three. Okay. Um, it's really not a lot, and we're only starting this year. Um, I think we're going to have um, three offensive starters that are seniors and three uh, three defensive starters um, that are seniors. Uh, so, you know, the majority of the kids in the program right now are freshmen and sophomores, um, some really, really talented kids. But as you guys know, um, there's a lot to learn as a sophomore by the time you get to a senior. So we're excited to see these kids grow up. Coach, based on what you said with the numbers on the JV, 21 or 22 freshmen, so that would leave you with about 30 on varsity. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, we do have a couple sophomores that are um, 
playing on on JV, so we're going to have somewhere around twenty five to twenty seven um, on the varsity team. Okay, and then let me ask you: you, you talk about a three A program and the numbers fifty two total. Uh, you see down the road at, at Decatur, they're a two A program, close to a three A, but a two A right now. You know they've got the range of of eighty some. Some other programs also uh, some pretty healthy numbers. Why is it at a three A school at Bennett? Why are the numbers so low in your opinion? I think it's a combination of a couple things. Um, COVID affected, I think, all of the programs around here. Um, you know, so we're still trying to build back up from that. Um, I think it goes into that in the last two seasons they haven't won a game. So some kids just look at that and say, you know, why am I to go out, go out and play? Um, we got to build that excitement back up where, you know, kids want to go out, you know, for the team. They want to be a part of the team. Um, and I also think that, um, you know, going from who to Dustin and then to me in a short time period, um, it probably plays a little bit of role in that too. So you combine all three of those things together and, and the numbers are a little bit lower than where they should be. Coach, well, you're, you're through your scrimmage season right now. So you're looking at week one. Who do you have week one? Uh, so we have Decatur at home week one. Have you had a chance to see them at all on film? Uh, you know, you guys uh, texted me to come on here as I was watching the film and breaking it down. So yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them a little bit. Um, I know Jake pretty well. Um, they got a lot of really talented kids down there in the program, and it's going to be a challenge for us right away, week one. Absolutely, they're not easing you into your new role at James M. Bennett, um, and that's going to be the case with a lot of people. A lot of good football teams in, in the Bayside County and the Bayside uh, Conference. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you look at our schedule, um, we've talked to our kids about this. There, there's not a game you can look on there and say, you know what, yeah, we, we may not be able to bring our best effort, but we can probably still win that game. I mean, we're, we're, we got Decatur, we got Parkside, we got Easton, North Carolina, Kent Island. Um, you know, and it just goes on and on and on. And, and every week we gotta we got to be prepared. we got to bring our A game um, just so we can compete. Coach, I appreciate your time tonight. Congrats on the new job at James M. Bennett, and we will talk next Friday night. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks so much. Hey, Coach Greg Lisinski of the James M. Bennett Clippers there. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's got a tough job in front of him. And last year, a disappointing year for Bennett. I don't think they won a game, if memory serves. Uh, a 3A school, the, the number's not where they wanted to be. And a lot of inexperience. It looks like, though, this is a season to build the foundation and then look ahead to next year where you'll have a lot of guys back at that point that have experience. Yeah, you, you got to walk before you run. So, I mean, that you know, the first thing the coach has to do is, is get kids out there, get fundamentally sound, have them enjoy football, get a couple wins, and, and you got to move on from there. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk to more coaches around the Bayside. It's the annual overtime live preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easted for all seasons at Kona Ice right here on 94.3 Winks FM. Oh, no, there's water everywhere. Dad, a pipe broke. My poor carpet. We need a plumber. And fast. Roto-Rooter does plumbing. We need somebody to clean up this water. And Roto-Rooter does water cleanup. As soon as I can find the phone in all this water, I'm calling a bunch of people. I told you, Roto-Rooter does both. 1-800-GET-ROTO. Wait, Roto-Rooter does plumbing? And water cleanup? Yeah, they do both. 1-800-GET-ROTO. What's What's their their number? number? Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter! 
Bayside Driving School has been teaching the young drivers on the midshore since 1982. Their instructors have over 100 years combined of behind-the-wheel and classroom instruction experience. With classrooms in Easton and Cambridge, Bayside Driving School has a class for you. Need driver's improvement? Bayside offers that, too. To get information on upcoming classes, go to BaysideDriving.net or call 410-822-4411. Bayside Driving School. Make the right choice. Go Bayside. Tom Cropper at Cropper Farms has a brand new superfood. What is spirulina? Well, if you go on Google and do a search for superfoods, and one of the top ten is going to be spirulina. Spirulina is blue-green algae. It's a $3 billion industry in Asia. It's super, super good for you. What are the benefits of spirulina? Well, spirulina has three times more protein than beef, seven times more calcium than milk, 10 times more potassium than veggies, and 50 times more iron than spinach. So if you're anemic, you might look at spirulina. Also, it's more antioxidants per serving than any other known food. So who could use spirulina? Anybody who wants more endurance. Mm -hmm. Anybody like me who's been eating crap for decades (laughs) and wants to improve their health. Spirulina is the answer. So if somebody wants more information about spirulina, where do they find it? They go to lrz.one. Lrz.one for more information about the new superfood, spirulina. You can train here. You can play here. And you can even give here. The Edge Training Academy offers 24-hour gym access memberships for all ages so you can show up when it's convenient for you. Your health is what matters, so no matter the age, the Edge can fit your needs. Interested in one-on-one sports-specific or general training? The Edge has been successfully training athletes from the shore, proving that their method stands the test of time. Let the Edge show you the way to a better way of living, a better way of playing, and a better way to win the day. Go to theedgetrainingacademy.com. All right, it's the annual Overtime Live Preview Show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons at Kona Ice. Coming to you from the Edge Training Academy studios, Mike Bradley, the coach, Damian Ferragamo, who will be in the booth this fall doing color commentary with Mark Potter. But the Edge Training Academy studios open 24 hours a day with a membership, creating a healthier way of living one person at a time. Win the day at the edge of the Chesapeake Bay Business Park on Kent Island. And all our coaches are coming to us on the Chincheck Sports Locker phone line, Providing your favorite high school sports team spirit wear. Find Chinchek Sports Locker on Facebook. And uh, joining us now is a Snow Hill assistant coach, Raheem Hammond. He's pinch hitting for Dietrich Downing tonight. Coach, thanks so much for your time. I do appreciate it. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, coach, uh, fill us in on where the program's at, just from a macro perspective right now, uh, from the last couple of years. You know, Snow Hill looking to get more competitive and win games. Where do you think the program is right now? And then talk to us about this summer camp and how you guys are looking for the fall. Oh, man, Mike. Uh, honestly, man, these last couple of years, everybody knows Snow Hill been on you know, a little downside, but these last two years since COVID, the COVID season, we actually started coming up on the on the hill now. So uh, we're just trying to get across this this hump now, and you know at least get us back to the 500 season as uh, as we kick off here. Um, and this year's uh, camp been pretty good. Uh, we're we're really we're young, but we're not really young in the the key pieces that we really uh, you know have right now. So this is a good year for us right now coming into camp. Coach, um, just from watching some film, I, like you know, I, as, as far as being the head coach at Canal, we didn't we haven't played Snow Hill in quite some time, but seeing some film of um, 
you know, you playing co uh, common opponents, there was more of a spread um, feel to the offense. Is that going to be the same this season? Uh, yeah, you, you're going to see a bit of spread. You're going to see a bit of, like, you know, uh, some multiple formations here and there. But, yeah, we, we major in the spread for sure. Yes, sir. Well, who, who are some of the, uh, the the major ball touchers, people who are going to um, do some damage with the football on the field? Uh, well, you got – we have we have a plethora uh, of some athletes here. You got uh, Zaheem Collins. This came off a big season. Uh, we have uh, Donnell Davis, uh, Tyler Riddick, Jay Searfield, Elijah Cotton, and there's some more other guys that we have that we can put the ball in these guys' hands and uh, put these guys in space. Coach, you talked about getting through COVID as a 1A program, small numbers to begin with there, just with the population of the school uh, as you're trying to work through that, as you made mention. What are the numbers for the program uh, this coming season? Uh, well, right now for the numbers, um, you know, we started off on a slow end uh, coming into camp, but uh, right now we'll probably range off of probably about 30 to 35 kids right now. It's pretty, you know, pretty up good, upscale for the program right now. So we're coming up on a good situation ending up camp. And does Snow Hill, will they have a, will you guys have a JV team or is that just a varsity? Uh, this is just varsity for now, but I guarantee you probably within the next like two and a half years, maybe two, we'll, we'll have a JV program uh, kicking back off. And Coach, in terms of what you guys are emphasizing in this camp specifically or just overall as a program philosophy under Coach Downing, uh, what, uh, what are you really pushing this summer? What have you pushed this summer in camp? Uh, just being relentless and uh, just playing with a different attitude. Honestly, man, we we uh, our motto is basically playing physical, fast football. Uh, we just want to give a great effort, great attitude, and being tough across the whole board. Playing 48 minutes of just relentless football, flying around the field, and kids just going out there and being dogs and being you know having a dog culture mentality. So, Coach, with, with that aggressiveness, I mean, that just speaks to the defensive side of the ball to me. Um, what, what's the overall just just you know? basic philosophy defensively that you guys have? Uh, the basic uh, philosophy that we have is just playing sound, gap responsibility, gap, with a great uh, gap integrity. Um, you know, we, we can show you a, 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 you know, a couple of coverages. You really won't understand where we're in. So we disguise a lot. Um, we're we're going to be a very fast team, I will tell you that. Um, we, just one of, we worked on a lot of uh, open field tackling as well, so tackling has been a really big thing that we uh, improvised on this year as well, so and coach, do you feel like the the players that are there that they bought in that they had a good off season of work that they're doing everything you're asking asking them to do, or uh, has it been a bit of a, a challenge with that again uh, getting through this COVID period where things were obviously uh, uh, not uh, not usual? Nah, honestly, Mike. Honestly, I believe that uh, the kids are really buying in. Um, we haven't had any. You know any hiccups this year? Everybody's uh, seemed to be buying in. The coaching staff is uh, doing a phenomenal job. Coach Dietrich has put a great, a great blueprint together for this program. So uh, we're doing a really good uh, job right now with the kids, and the kids are, you know, in the town is being very supportive, and the kids believe in the system. Coach, who do you open up with week one this season? Oh man, we open up with a, a legit Parkside uh, Rams squad with Brendan Riley. Uh, you know, legend. Uh, I look up to this guy, and we opened up with him Friday night. Definitely a tough matchup to uh, to start this season for you, uh, but looking forward to a lot of good things from Snow Hill and get back to some of that rich Snow Hill football tradition that some people may not know about. But th there was a time when Snow Hill was it was a very good football program. I think you're on your way to being there again. 
Yes, sir. Coach, we appreciate your pinch hitting. By the way, I mean, your name is familiar. Did, did you play in Snow Hill? Yes, sir. I played quarterback for Snow Hill in 2010, um, graduated. I, I, don't, I don't like telling people this, but we were the last best class in Snow Hill to come through. Yeah. Um, but uh, we had a really good We had a good team. Uh, great coach to stand, but we're going to bring the energy back that we had back then as well. So. Well, it's only – uh, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Always good to see graduates and former players back on the sidelines and coaching the kids. And Yeah, I thought your name was familiar. Well, I appreciate your pinch hitting tonight for Coach Downing. Uh, we wish him nothing but the best, and uh, thanks so much, and uh, best wishes for the upcoming season, Coach. Thank you so much, Mike. Have a good one. You got it. Appreciate it. Raheem Hammond from uh, Snow Hill High School at uh, 945 the time. And as you talked about, uh, Coach, you know, Snow Hill uh, was one of the better 1A programs for years. You're absolutely right. They've fallen upon tough times. But it does seem like that in the last couple of years, pre-COVID, but even through COVID a little bit, that uh, they have been more competitive. They're playing teams better. And uh, let's hope that uh, they continue to build upon that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen a gradual climb of that program and that's the way it's going to that that's the way it has to be when you're rebuilding a program you don't go you know you, you don't go winless to 10 and 0 in one season so that right. they're doing all the things that are necessary in order to get themselves to where they want to be. Yeah. Well, at one time, kids that lived in Pocomoke City would bus over to Snow Hill and go there for a semester to play football. And, I mean, those days just seem like they're over, but that used to be a day and time when that happened. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk to more coaches around the Bayside. It's the Overtime Live annual preview show. And just a reminder, next week we kick off the season with our first game of the week, the Eastern Warriors hosting the Kent Island Buccaneers, the game of the week presented by Preston Ford and for all seasons. Join us for the Coda Ice tailgate party at 5 p.m. for free Coda Ice samples at Easton High School. Now on the air, the Roto-Rooter pregame show gets us started at 540 right here on 94.3 Winks FM and ForeverMidshore.com. And of course, kickoff coming up at 6 o'clock. A timeout. We're back with more next. At Queenstown Bank, they have a 122-year legacy of serving residents along Maryland's eastern shore. And they continue to maintain old-fashioned, personal customer service while offering the latest banking technologies and conveniences. They have a complete line of deposit, lending, and online banking solutions and have fraud protection available to help keep your accounts protected. Queenstown Bank is a full-service community bank where decisions are made locally. Visit them at one of their nine locations or online at queenstownbank.com. Queenstown Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Chinch Exports Locker is your go-to place for your local high school sports team spirit wear. Need a t-shirt, hoodie, or hat? How about a mask or a neck gaiter? Chinchek customizes apparel for any local high school, fire department, police department, or business. Family owned and operated by a first responder himself, Chinchek Sports Locker can set up an online store for you. Go to ChinchekSportsLocker.com or stop by and see them in the alley between Acme and Joanne Fabrics in Easton. Chinchek Sports Locker, the official apparel provider of Overtime Live. Youth football and cheerleading is more than plays, stunts, wins, and losses. It's been proven that kids involved with the Bayside American Youth Football and Cheerleading Organizations learn sportsmanship, health, academic excellence, and character. They're taught how to compete safely and how to have fun playing such a competitive game. Head on out this Saturday to cheer on your favorite athletes on fields across the midshore. Bayside Youth Football and Cheer helping our kids become young men and women. If someone you know is exhibiting signs of depression or withdrawal, take time to connect. Ask, are you okay? Listen closely and without judgment. Share mental health resources. 
For All Seasons Behavioral Health and Rape Crisis Center is here for anyone struggling with a mental health challenge. Visit forallseasonsinc.org. That's forallseasonsinc.org. It's okay to ask for help. For All Seasons is here for you. Hanging out with Bob Pino at an optical galleria with three locations in Centerville, West Ocean City, and in Easton. And Bob, you guys have an exciting new sunglass line called Hook. Hook is designed by myself, Nikki, and since we're into the sport fishing and the polarized lenses, they are being formulated exactly for us to have performance on the water, great driving sunglasses, and super quality. It's just really nice to have your own product. I have a pair of hook glasses, and you're right. You get behind the wheel. They are very comfortable. It's just a nice-fitting, cool-looking sunglass that performs extremely well. Hook sunglasses available in all three in Optical Galleria locations where you get all sorts of different glasses for all sorts of different needs. Computer, night driving, fishing, motorcycle riding, sewing glasses. and We can make glasses specifically for that. At an Optical Galleria. Check them out online at eisenart.net. All right, the annual Overtime Live preview show continues here on 94.3 Wings FM, presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons at Coda Ice. Mike Bradley back for another year. The coach, Damian Ferragamo, joining us in studio. This is your preseason or your scrimmage here tonight before being in the booth for the Easton Kent Island game next week. Oh, absolutely. Trying to work the kinks out. Yeah. Um, something <laughs> brand new for me, but I'm having a good time. <laughs> Very good. And, and hey, look, no favoritism next week now. Yeah, it's got to go out the door. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. All right, joining us now on the Chin Check Sports Locker phone line is the head coach of the Colonel Richardson Colonels, uh, James Jackson. Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Coach, uh, an historic year for the program last year, and you guys had started to build things up, and we've documented that, that you guys going back really five or six years prior to last year had uh, started to build something, and it just gradually built up. The program got better and better and better, and then last year uh, you have a heck of a season. You beat Cambridge for the first time in a long time. You win the 1A for the first time, I think, since 80 or 81. Uh, You go to the playoffs. You win a game there. I guess the question is, though, has the team been able to put that behind them and look forward to a new season where, hey, everything starts over and, you, you know, you can't, uh, you, you can't uh, revel in that any longer. It's, it's time to get started on a new season. Um, yes, um, they have because these guys know, the ones that were on the team, um, they know they're just trying to build up what we started last year and the new guys, they come in understanding they got to make their own mark on the Colonel program. Uh, so, Coach, in terms of the offseason, guys were buying in and working just as hard as they were the previous year uh, prior to all the success that they had last season? Yes, um, we had a pretty good offseason. Um, uh, the guys came out, they worked hard during the summer um, into the preseason. Um, we, we, I think we started out um, changing the culture because we get more guys um, to come out to summer workouts and believe that uh, they can change the culture. Well, I'm just going to ask you about that. With the success of the program over the last couple of years, talk to us about the numbers for the varsity and how many new guys have come into the program as a whole uh, because of last season. Our numbers, number-wise, we're still, we're still kind of low. Um, varsity, we're still like 21. Um, JV, well, not a JV, ninth grade team. Uh, we're at like 
13, trying to hopefully get more to come out when school starts. But um, <clears throat> the young guys, I mean, I've got some new faces, a lot of new faces out. So it's just those guys believing in the system. So hopefully um, they can continue their tradition. Coach, when you think of Colonel Richardson, at least when I do, you think of the double-wing offense and, and a whole lot of wedge coming up the middle. Or do we expect to see the same thing offensively this year? Yeah. Um, we're still running a double-wing. Uh, teams still don't like uh, seeing the wedge ran against them. Um, and that's the experience part of our team this year is their offensive line. Um, we have a lot of youth everywhere else. So we have the experience at the offensive line this year. Coach, how many starters do you have back, speaking of youth? Uh, starting offense, uh, we, have, we have five offensive starters back and two defensive starters back. Okay, so certainly very, very young on the defensive side. Hey, Coach, I missed the number when you asked how many on the varsity. How many, how many again do you have for varsity this season? 21. 21, okay. And did you say 19 on the JV? No, uh, 13 right 13. now. So okay. We hope we hope more numbers will come out once school starts. But for the first game, I'm going to just suit everybody up. So, Coach, I know last season um, you you were you were forced kind of to start the season against uh, somebody you weren't supposed to. I believe your your week one was against Y High. Um, who do you have yeah. week one this year? Because I, I know that was kind of a a COVID last last second uh, scheduling, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, week one this year, we start off with Super High School. Yeah, Coach Quillen, that's good. That's going to be a really tough matchup there. That program's starting to turn the tide there. Yeah. Um, I've been following Cooper for the past um, two years. Um, ever since Coach Quillen took over, I felt as though he was going to change the culture there as well because he would be able to keep the kids from going to uh, – from Cooper going to second tech. So, and they're bonding to his uh, system as well. Um, I went and checked them out in the scrimmage, and the kids are – believing in him as well coach talk to us about because uh, every team uh, the first uh, position we talk about is quarterback talk to us about who your quarterback's going to be and what he brings to the table for this offense uh we got two guys that's fighting for the quarterback position um brain dad and Teron hammond one brain dad junior Teron hammond the sophomore um both of those guys are still fighting for the position it's still wide open we're going into week one really not knowing who our quarterback is going to be or we might end up playing both of them. So that'll keep uh, Seaford's defensive coordinator up uh, nights uh, trying to figure that out or having to plan for both of them. Yeah, I mean, they both bring different things, different dimensions to our, our offense. Um, Dad is more versatile um, running quarterback if he needs to and Hammond's uh, 240 pounds standing at six foot two, six foot three, so both bring up gives us something different. We can run a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot more packages with both of them. Yeah, Taryn Hammond is, is 6'2", 235, Coach. That's a load there. Wow. Yeah. Well, I could see where you would want to maybe play both guys at the same time in some cases. Yeah, we do. We're trying to figure out a way to keep both of them on the field at the same time or um, just split their reps. So, so that fullback wedge might be turning into a quarter, just a quarterback sneak with a quarterback that size. It could be. <laughs> so, Coach, I know with, with the numbers, especially in 1A schools, you know, having 21 guys on varsity, you probably have a lot of guys who, are, who, are, who see time on both sides of the ball. But who are, who is, who's a guy on defense that kind of shines, who's the leader on that side of the ball? 
Uh, my middle linebacker, Cameron Gondek, um, he's a four-year uh, player, three-year starter at middle linebacker. Um, he had a big year for us last year. He led the team in tackles. Um, he really stands out. Uh, he, he's in a huge scrimmage lead ahead. He's been all over the field. Uh, Coach, uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, best wishes on the season coming up. We'll certainly talk next week. But uh, Colonel, having built something really good over the years here, I know you've got uh, a lot of inexperience this year, but certainly hoping that you guys are able to continue what you've uh, what you put in place there. But we talked about you know winning begets winning, and you've got that culture now. Uh, so even with a younger squad, it should be easier than it was probably five or six years ago. Yes, it is. Um... The kids were coming out, and, you know, beforehand, kids would come out and be like, oh, we're just going to have another league. These kids are coming out. They're working hard. They're um, they're fighting for positions, and they want to continue to build on what we started uh, last year and go from there. Or actually, what we started six years ago and go from there. Yeah, that's right. Well, now there's a standard to play to, and uh, we look forward to seeing that this upcoming season. Coach, thanks so much. Best wishes. And, again, we'll talk next week after that Seaford game. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Coach James Jackson, the Colonel Richards and Colonels. And, you know, that has been a great story. And last year, especially the eight wins, the winning streak at one point that they had. And I got to look back. I think it was six maybe at one point. They beat Cambridge for the first time in years. And, and they won the 1A. And uh, you really feel good for a programming uh, program like that that, you know, had some uh, tough times for years. And the resiliency of those kids, they started out the season kind of tough. I know they played the first game against Y High. Y High was filled, filled with that. He took it on the chin. Second game was against Ken Island, another kind of lopsided victory. And it's easy for kids to kind of, you know, hang their heads a little bit, but they came back and had a great season. Yeah. Well, you take a look at this quarterback situation again. You know, Taryn Hammond, the sophomore, 6'2", 235. They, they definitely have to get him in the mix there. That's uh, that's probably the biggest quarterback you'll find in the Bayside this year. You might have to put a number 50 on his chest and get him down there at uh, guard. Yeah, that's true. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back as we start to wind down the Overtime Live annual preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons and Kona Ice. Chinchek Sports Locker is your go-to place for your local high school sports team spirit wear. Need a t-shirt, hoodie, or hat? How about a mask or a neck gaiter? Chinchek customizes apparel for any local high school, fire department, police department, or business. Family owned and operated by a first responder himself, Chinchek Sports Locker can set up an online store for you. Go to ChinchekSportsLocker.com or stop by and see them in the alley between Acme and Joanne Fabrics in Easton. Chinchek Sports Locker, the official apparel provider of Overtime Live. For almost 40 years, Maverick Transport in Easton has been providing unlimited solutions for your transportation and warehousing needs. They handle all types of freight for all types of businesses and manufacturers. While their service is among the best, they are most proud of their employees. These individuals live and volunteer right here on the Midshore. People that you pass by every day, and they are making a difference where they live. Have a business that needs a transportation service? Maybe you want to become a part of the Maverick team. Get more information at maverick.transport.com or call 410-820-5500. 
People come from all over the Midshore to eat at Johnny's Tavern. Located at 39 Main Street in East Newmarket, open Wednesday through Sunday, Johnny's offers wing night Wednesdays, prime rib on Fridays, a DJ on Saturday nights, and sports all day Sunday. The lunch and dinner specials are posted daily on their Facebook page or check out the full menu at johnnystavernmd.com. Johnny's Tavern, Main Street, East Newmarket. It's worth the drive. Customscapes and Pools can handle your custom pool and outdoor living spaces from start to finish. Already have a pool and feel like it's old, ugly, or just worn out? Then let Customscapes give it a new look. From a complete overhaul to taking care of the tile work or other issues, Customscapes and Pools does it all. Now's the time to start thinking about scheduling your pool closing. Let Customscapes and Pools get you scheduled and ready for the winter today. Call 443-786-1464 or Customscapes Escapesandpools.com. That's custom with a K. At Queenstown Bank, they have a 122-year legacy of serving residents along Maryland's eastern shore. And they continue to maintain old-fashioned, personal customer service while offering the latest banking technologies and conveniences. They have a complete line of deposit, lending, and online banking solutions and have fraud protection available to help keep your accounts protected. Queenstown Bank is a full-service community bank where decisions are made locally. Visit them at one of their nine locations or online at queenstownbank.com. Com. Queenstown Bank, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. WINX FM, St. Michael's Easton, a forever media radio station, 94.3 Winks FM, the Midshore's country station, and your local sports leader. As we're winding down here, our annual overtime live preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus, Easton, for all seasons, and Coda Ice. Mike Bradley back for another season. The head coach, or the former head coach, I should say, of the Kent Island Buccaneers, Damian Ferragamo, joining us in studio tonight, but he's going to be in the booth providing color commentary with Mark Potter throughout the the season and again our game of the week next week we kick off with the Eastern Warriors hosting the Ken Island Buccaneers head coach Matt Griffith back on the sidelines for the Warriors head coach Brian Sofanowski back on the sidelines for the Buccaneers so we're looking forward to their uh, their uh, re-engagement in the Bayside Conference coach oh it's it's going to be great I, and I the great part about it is it, I just think those are the guys that should be coaching that program. You know, you think about them, you think about their programs. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it certainly will be. And joining us now, uh, someone that has been in his role for uh, a very long time. And in fact, uh, next to, if I'm not mistaken, next to head coach James McCormick, I believe you're the longest running Bayside coach at one school, uh, Parkside head coach Brendan Riley. Coach, good evening to you, sir. Good evening, sir. How are we? I'm doing well. We're doing well. Say hi to Coach Ferragamo. He's here tonight as well. What up, Coach? Coach, I don't know if you missed. So, Coach Riley was my guy in the South. We'd call each other all the time. Okay. And cry on each other's shoulders, complain, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the case may be. These last few years have made, uh, have made for interesting times in football. There is no doubt, brother. Well, Coach, that's a good lead-in to a question here. This season, are things back to as normal as possible? Uh, you, know, you think about 2019, the last quote-unquote normal year, but are things at least somewhat normal this season as compared to previous years for you? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. It's uh, it's um, been – well, we didn't have to get on the buses with masks on, so – that in and of itself is like <laughs> that's a start. Just absolutely a great start. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been returning to uh, I'll say returning to normalcy. But the history guy in me is thrown off when I say that. So it is what it is. 
Uh, Coach, let me ask you this. Uh, we've talked about the fact that for a number of years, uh, Parkside was really the lone consistent team of the Bayside South, and you guys got better as the years went on. Uh, last year, a setback for the first time in a while. Talk to us about last year, what you guys learned from that, and how you're using that to hopefully get back on a winning track for this upcoming season. Well, you know, hey, the the whole thing of going, you know, in the springtime, it really goes all the way back. I mean, it goes all the way back to the January leading into the spring, you know, season, and then turn around and three months later, you lose the guys that, that you were trying to see them graduate uh, and get an opportunity to play, and then three months later, you're thrown right back into season, and, you know, you didn't have, a, from, from where I stood, I didn't do a good job of really recognizing, and I don't know if anybody did a great job at it, but really recognizing like how we were able to do what we were going to need to do in order to get into an actual fall season. And then you get into the fall and, you know, the, the, the dirty word COVID turns around and, and it causes some hiccups during the season. I mean, we lost the game with Queen Anne, you know, we lose the first game with Snow Hill and then all of a sudden you, you got a cascading effect and it, it didn't create that, that consistency that you're talking about for previous years, which really, um, you know, was something that we try to thrive ourselves upon is, is working hard, you know, putting on our, our hard hat and clocking in and getting after it. Well, Coach, hopefully that hopefully that's all behind us uh, this season. There's no um, scheduling conflicts, that type of thing, uh, because, of, because of world events. But talking about football, Parkside's yeah. going to have a 1,300-yard rusher. You know it, I know it. Everybody knows it. You have one every year. Uh, how, how's the backfield looking down there in Salisbury? Uh, you know, we got, we have a, um, I, I, one of my friends told me that I, I was using those SAT words on, on one of the interviews. I said plethora and I was like, I didn't even realize you said it, but you know, we've got some really good kids, uh, and, and guys by committee right now, um, that are learning, are learning how it is that we do what it is that we try to do. And, um, you know, Nasir Holden, uh, Raleigh Maddox, Brian Waters, um, let me think, Kanan Max, uh, Estrus, um, EA, we call them EA. Uh, you know, those guys, they, they've been working really hard, breaking ball. So there's like six, seven, eight, nine backs. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen all the things we want to see yet, but quite honestly, you know, it's a team sport. So our guys, our guys kind of understand that. And, you know, we're taking into consideration things that they do and, and things that we want to see them do well. And, um, yeah, man, it, it's it's been fun seeing those guys kind of step up to the challenge as well. You know, we've had a lot of really good backs here, um, and you know, it's just it's 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 just, it's really nice being at Parkside because we've got some great kids that, that come through and love to run the rock and and uh, get some good linemen. So it, it, it's fun. Of course, uh, Torres Worthy had a huge year, made it to the Big 33 in which you coached in uh, last year. So big shoes to fill uh, with the guys coming in. But you talked about you always have depth in that backfield there at Parkside. Coach, I know that uh, you guys are a run-first, run-second offense. And, of course, Coach Ferragamo would ask about the running backs. But since I'm a quarterback's guy, tell us about your quarterback this season and what he brings to the table for your offense when you do decide to throw the football. Well, you know, I think you guys will be surprised, man. I mean, um, got a young, got a kid who's a senior who uh, actually played a lot during the, that springtime, uh, leading up to kind of got some maturity, 
Um, he was behind Anthony Sarbanes at the time and then kind of behind Drake, uh, really working and pushing each other. But they got a great rapport, those, those guys did. And uh, this kid, he's, he's really worked his butt off. It all started in January. Um, you know, we had to hit the reset button. I had to hit the reset button uh, because, you know, that time period of, like, we've, like I'm sure all the coaches talk about, I don't even like talking about the past anymore, man. Even though I'm a history guy, I don't like talking about the past. It, it really has been his dedication to uh, the workouts, and he's, he's done a really good job. He's a tall, very athletic kid, got a decent arm. Um, you know, the guy's like blocking for him. He's a really good kid. Luke Massarello has, has really uh, matured and um, has done some nice things. You said Matt Massarello? I'm kind of losing you for a second. Hold on uh, for a second. Uh, All right, my, okay. my Bluetooth is acting up. Give me a sec. Weird Technology issues, Coach. There I am. I'm here. Oh, there I'm we here, go. Uh, you said Matt Massiarello? Yeah, his okay. name's Luke Massiarello. Oh, Luke. Yeah, Luke. Lu- okay, yeah, Luke, Luke Massiarello. All right, Coach, mm-hmm. you didn't notice that as soon as he started talking about throwing the ball, his Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> that is up. funny. Yeah. That's That's like, wait a minute, this isn't right. Wait a second, there's weird stuff happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan's talking about throwing the football. Yeah, yeah. we're going to yeah, cut. We do. You know what's funny is, like, people – People who don't, you know, really watch football all that much, you know, they, they get in this idea of like, oh, yeah, you got to throw it 95 times a game because they're sitting around watching the NFL's quarterbacks do their thing. But, you know, high school kids, man, you got to develop that stuff. And, and um, you know, when you got a kid like Luke who's, who's been really dedicated to it uh, all the way back, like I said, and has really been training hard, uh, it's, it's nice to see him be able to do some of the things that we're trying to do with him. Well, and Coach, though, seeing that the Bayside Conference is starting to go more spread with teams, uh, doing what you do, which is more old school, though, that can present problems for defenses that, that maybe now are lighter and leaner and more used to try to spread out to play the spread offense, but then they have to play a power-type offense, and uh, that's not as easy to do. Uh, so there's something to be said for that. Of course, Caroline, you know, continuing with the wing T, you do have that at Wicomico and, and Kent Island, but go Queen Anne's a spread, Easton spread, you know, Decatur's spread. Um, it's actually, I guess it's a healthy mix right now, what we're seeing. Cambridge is, is starting to open things up a little bit. Uh, Colonel's still double wing, but uh, yeah, it's still a healthy mix. But, you know, you're starting to see uh, evolutions of offense. Snow Hill is spread as well to an extent. Yeah, you know, uh, the evolution of, of Bayside football and, and really uh, what's what's been great is, is that you've seen kids that are down here that have um, had a lot of success and have been able to go on to the next level and go do some things. And I think what that does is just drive – drive that energy level up, you know, for kids down here to actually consider like, Hey, this is a real option. And, and, you know, (laughs) I hate to be the guy, but I'm not, I don't really hate to be the guy. Football, football really pushes things, man. It pushes communities. It it teaches so many other valuable lessons. And I think uh, you're right. You know, when you get an opportunity to have these kids uh, get out there and then colleges come in and they take a look at them and they go, wait a second, these kids can actually play. It's like, yeah, there's there's some speed, there's some size, there's some kids with hands, there's some quarterbacks that are down here, there's some running backs that are down here. And uh, it's really cool to kind of see the evolution of it over the last, you know, 17 years that, that I've been fortunate enough to be down here doing it. So, Coach, what are what are the numbers looking like this year? We've talked to all the coaches about kind of rebounding from some small rosters in, in recent years. Well, what are things looking like as far as numbers? Um, well, you know, right now we are we're smaller than we've been, um, which 
you know, it was kind of pre-designed. Uh, it was it was more of a our numbers at Parkside are a little bit down in in this year than they have been shoot in a long time, but. Um, some of that, I think, is just kind of getting back into the vehicle of them moving. We're, we're sitting at about 77 to 79 kids. Um, we've got a couple kids with with injury, you know, one on, on varsity, one on JV right now. Um, but, you know, 79 kids, and in a, in a, in I guess we're called 2A now. I don't know what I don't know what all the breakdowns are, but but you know, 79 kids. I feel I feel good about that. You know, you look at the population of our school. I'm um, looking at about 10 percent. Of, of that population and and I feel like okay you know that that that's kind of where it is that we want to get to I'd like to get back to you know that 90 that I had you know and say uh, 2016 2000 through like 2016 2019 we were about 88 to 90 but quite honestly you know trying to get coaches uh, trying to you know get guys that can come every single day. Um, all those kind of things. I mean, that 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 plays into it. So we've got a good group of guys. Uh, I'm really fortunate to have the guys that we've got, and, and um, I'm excited about you know what it is that they are, they've been doing and and working at. So, coach, we talked about the quarterback position having a returning starter quarterback. How many total turning uh, returning starters do you have this season from last season? Uh, if I'm shooting off the hip, which I don't mind doing, uh, I think I'm somewhere in the neighborhood. I got. Like four returning offensive linemen, um, one, two, two, three, three returning skill, four returning skill guys, some guys that we've moved into different positions on the offensive side, and then I think defensively, one, two, three, uh, four, four, five that are returning on defense. Um, and our kicker's back, and, and you know, Gino, God, the kid, I, I'm, I'm – Super excited about him. Uh, Gina's been been doing an outstanding job, and uh, yeah, there's a there's there's a leg there that that I didn't see before, and uh, he's been working really hard. So I'm I'm excited about what it is that he's been doing. Uh, went to a couple kicking camps and has done a nice job. He plays soccer here, so you know he was on the state championship team last year with those guys, and you know we're fortunate enough that that we got a good relationship with him, and he's able to come out and do some things. Coach, uh, who do you open up with next week? Uh, we open up with Snow Hill. Um, we've got them on – our game has been officially moved. Uh, we were scheduled to play on Saturday at 12 o'clock at County Stadium. Um, and just the worst scenario as a father that you could think of occurred. And, I, you know, uh, my I sent a message to Coach Downing, and, and uh, um, they've decided to move the game. I to Friday at 6 o'clock, and I'm thankful for Wicomico High School being in a situation. Uh, Stosh and, and Coach Taylor, um, they decided to move their game to Saturday to accommodate uh, that 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 whole that whole situation. Yeah, and we and, and coach, we didn't. I didn't. Uh, coach Hammond filled in for for Coach Downing. I didn't make mention tonight, just out of uh, you know privacy reasons. And I, I just found out yeah. recently. But yes, our thoughts and prayers yeah. go out uh, yeah, to the absolutely. Downing family. But I'll, I'll kind of yeah. leave it. I'll kind of leave it at yeah, that. Though, yeah, yeah, so. I understand, and yep. it, it, that's a tough thing. I don't want to talk about it either. Yeah. Um, but you know, our thoughts. I, I you know. Our thoughts and prayers go for him and his family and that that community. Sure, absolutely. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. Best wishes 
uh, we look forward to Parkside uh, football being back to where uh, it's been for many, many years. And uh, uh, looking forward to, to seeing this new quarterback and uh, all the passing you're going to do. So. <laughs> hey, man, just, keep good, just stay on the edge of your seat there, bro. <laughs> Very good. All right, Coach, thanks so much. You take care. Thank you. You guys have a good evening. All Thank right. You. you as well. Appreciate it. Brendan Riley, head coach of the Parkside Rams. And yeah, I mean, he's the second longest tenured coach in the Bayside behind Coach McCormick. He's, at, he's At least at one school, that is. He's been there as long as as long as long I've been associated yeah, he's, with the Bayside. He's been there since 07 or 08, if uh, memory serves. Now, I know that I'm trying to think with Jake, but uh, he's now at a different school from Cambridge. So Jake may have a longer time in the Bayside by maybe a year or two. Uh, than uh, Brendan, but in terms of being at one school, uh, mm-hmm. it's Coach McCormick and then Coach Sufnowski was there and left and came back. Right, exactly, exactly. So, uh, But yeah, look, uh, you know, Parkside, uh, as you talked about, always talented in the backfield. They run a lot of power football. Uh, we'll see if, uh, you know, they uh, mix it up a little bit more. Uh, sounds like uh, this quarterback that they have uh, uh, has really worked uh, hard in the offseason and uh, we'll see what he brings to the table. But hey, they're going to be who they're going to be. I mean, they don't make any, you know, they don't, uh, you know, I don't think they try to get out of what has worked for them just in the same way that, you know, Ken Island, uh, you guys uh, continue to run what works for you guys. You oh, I, Coach Riley's not going to apologize for, nor, for what right, he does. Nor should he, and he's been very successful. You know, the funny thing, and I've told this story before, in his very first year as head coach, and I remember this because this is when I was really starting to to delve more into the teams and such, his very first year, I believe it was 07 or 08, they had a spread offense, and they put up 40-some points a game. It was unbelievable. And then, for whatever reason, I assume maybe personnel or or whatever it may be, changes of coaching staff, they went from a spread to an option, if I'm not mistaken, the very next year. I think he may have even run some wing or wing T at some point and then eventually uh, settled into an I and, and a power type offense with, you know, two tight ends and a, and a power backfield and those kind of things. But when he first started out, he was running a, a spread offense that, that put up a ton of numbers. I'm trying to remember the quarterback at the time. I don't know if it was a trader that was the last name or who it was. I'll have to go back in the archives. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, he's run multiple offenses over the years, although recently it's been the power game. Well, you you're you run what wins football games. <laughs> well, that's right. No, you're absolutely right about that. All right, let's take a timeout. I know Coach Coleman had a 10 o'clock start this morning, so it's been a long day. Uh, Decatur played Forest Park. We'll see if uh, we can uh, raise Coach Coleman. Uh, we're back. It's the OTL annual preview show as we wind things down next here on 94.3 Wings FM. El Jefe Mexican Kitchen, located just off Route 50 at exit 38A on Kent Island, serves up affordable and authentic Mexican cuisine for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Kids eat free on Mondays. Daily specials include Taco Tuesdays, fajitas for Wednesday, and then it's burritos and drink specials for Thirsty Thursday. El Jefe Mexican Restaurant also offers catering. Call 410-604-1234. Follow El Jefe Mexican Kitchen on Facebook and see their whole menu at El Jefe Mexican Kitchen. Hey, it's Matt Spence. Join us live on location Wednesday at the Talbico's Purple Kickoff event, the Festival of Hope. The festival runs 6 to 8 p.m. at the Talbot County Sheriff's Office, the old Black and Decker location on Glebe Road just off the Easton Bypass. There'll be live music, free food and refreshments, bounce house for the kids, and Sheriff Joe Gamble in the dunking booth. But be prepared because I might have a super soaker or something to shoot back at you. <laughs> You'll also find plenty of resources and information about opioids and and addiction. See you Wednesday at the Festival of Hope, kicking off year six of Talbot Goes Purple. 
Foundation, walls, windows, a roof. By themselves, each piece serves a purpose, but not much else. But in the hands of an experienced builder, it becomes a dream home. Now, it might be odd to hear this, but advertising is no different. The right components crafted to high standards, put together in just the right way by a team of dedicated professionals. And you've got a solid, stable structure that'll pay off for years to come. And that's how it works in Forever Media's radio and digital advertising programs. When you combine the power of radio with the reach and cutting-edge data of digital, the results will amaze you. Forever Media's radio promotion operation is full service, from advertising creative to live on location broadcasts, on-air contests, and concert and event promotions, all designed to raise your business's profile with our listeners. Add in the element of digital advertising, and you've harnessed that power to its fullest. Forever Media gives you the perfect media mix all at once. In other words, we give you homes, not just walls. Let our team of professionals get to work for you today. Visit us at forevermidshore.com and click Advertise. The cost of food and groceries is skyrocketing, and we want to help. Through August 30th, you can enter yourself in the Fill Your Fridge Sweepstakes for a chance at $5,000 cash. It's easy and free to enter at forevermidshore.com. Entry deadline August 30th for this national contest. Once again, someone will win $5,000 to help fill your fridge. Enter now at forevermidshore.com. And good luck from your forever mid-shore stations. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us as we uh, wrap up here. The Overtime Live annual preview show presented by Preston Ford, Best Western Plus Easton for all seasons, and Kona Ice. Uh, text to Coach Coleman. He's unable to come on. It's been a long day for him. Uh, they had a scrimmage at 10 a.m. this morning, uh, so uh, he's about uh, in bed. So I, I, I th- hopefully I didn't wake him up. Uh, but we'll have Coach uh, after the game next week. Didn't hear from Coach Taylor at Wicomico and then Coach Peer at Cambridge, but we got – just about everybody else, if uh, memory serves. Coach Drake at Washington also didn't hear back from him. So we got, I think, what, nine or ten of the 13 coaches. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's that's just fine. We do our very best. I know it's not easy, and uh, we uh, we took some more time with some of the coaches because of the stories behind him with Coach Griffith and uh, Coach Sofanowski. But uh, Coach Ferragamo joining me in studio tonight. And, Coach, I really appreciate it. Let me just get final thoughts from you on what you heard tonight and, again, just uh, your thoughts on the upcoming Bayside Conference. I just I think there's a lot of great storylines this year in the Bayside Conference. Um, they're the they're the easy ones like the the Ken Island Easton situation with with coaches coming back. But I'm really interested to see Colonel Richardson and how they build off of the season that they had last year, an extremely successful season. Um, waiting to see how some of these teams replace some of these these great players who who graduated last year. Um, I, I think we're. We're in for a few surprises this year, and I think week one is going to tell us a lot with some of the matchups we have. Well, you're right. Easton and Kent Island is going to tell a lot. Also, Queen Anne's in North Carolina. What I'm hearing, though, with Ken Island and Colonel, for instance, is a lot of youth there. A oh, lot I- of youth, a lot of guys that were lost. So, look, Ken Island has had a winning, as you well know that, I don't need to tell you that, a winning program pretty much perennially. But uh, nonetheless, there are growing pains with young players. Yeah, I mean, they, they have – Ken Island has youth. Uh, we talked to uh, Coach McCormick talking about some new guys in North Carolina. But uh, you're crazy if you don't think the two of them are going to be in the mix. Yeah. Um, you know, th- th- those guys have been in those spots for a long time. They know what they're doing. Those kids are going to be ready to play. Yeah, it's not the first time that either coach uh, has had to deal with youth. You know, with Queen Anne's, 
it's a depth situation there that you take a look at. But, you know, on the surface, certainly they've got uh, some talent there. Look, anytime you've got a returning quarterback, but you've got uh, a Smothers-type back back there, um, that's big for them. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to Coach Coleman, as I may mention, but they've got a lot of players back. Now, the one difference is Ashton Stonesire graduated. He's walking on at Richmond right now. Billy Kosh, the offensive coordinator there, had a great run at quarterback. And you know this, I Coach. I know Billy Kosh very uh, well. At Arundel, correct? <laughs> I know very yeah. I know Billy Koch very well. Yeah, because you coached at Old Mill, and he was at our. So you, you guys went head to head. Is that correct? Or? Uh, absolutely. Okay. All right. So he's very good. So anyway, Snellsire graduates from Stephen Decatur. Um, Jay Coleman's son, uh, Bryson Coleman, who was a wide receiver last year, he's stepping into the quarterback role this year, and now he's being recruited by colleges as a wide receiver, but he's going to step in as the quarterback, and we'll see how he makes the transition. Yeah, he was the backup quarterback last year, so it's not foreign to him. Um, but, you know, I'm sure if they had their druthers, they'd love to be able to have him back at wide receiver. But uh, he's going to be under center for them. Yeah, he was a heck of a, he was a heck of a weapon at wide receiver. Um, you know, kind of the prototypical long, lanky guy who, who go up and get the football. So it'll be interesting to see how they use him there and if they're going to be so pass happy or maybe get some quarterback run in there and use his athleticism. Well, and as you know, they throw a lot of short passes, which are really extensions, as we said, the passing game with Coach Croto there. Uh, so even if they're throwing the ball at times, some of it's more horizontally than vertically with that. But you're right. You know, we'll see how much uh, pass to run, run to pass. Will it be right, a little bit more of a running team? Uh, but they're, they're back with a lot of starters. Uh, you heard about Parkside with Coach. I mean, they're looking to rebound. But again, as we talked about top to bottom, it should be pretty competitive. It, it, it does certainly look like with the amount of players back, you got to take a look at Easton and say that, you know, if you were, and we didn't get a chance to talk to Coach Taylor at Wicomico uh, either because they're going to be in the mix. But you got to think that uh, it wouldn't be you wouldn't be out left field saying that Easton might be your preseason number one. Which which is which or, is wild, or, right? You know, a, yeah. A three win team from last year. Right. And I'm with right. you. I mean, I, I think they're they're in that discussion. Yeah. And the only reason you wouldn't put Decatur there is just because you've got a returning quarterback for mm -hmm. Easton where that's not the case with Decatur. Now Hey, Bryson may do great. You know, I don't expect him to do poor. <laughs> but you've got a returning experience with O'Connor there, so that's the big help. So that's why I would tend to think that they've they've got to be considered in that in that spot. I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, any other uh, closing comments, Coach? Oh no, just appreciate you having me out here, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this season. And uh, you know, I, I might need you to. To help me along a little bit along the ways, but uh, but it's definitely a good time. Well, Mark will be with you. I'm pretty sure I'll be doing probably at least one game. I think Matt Spence will be doing a game with you possibly, but I know I'll, I'll probably be doing one game in the booth. I mean, Mark and I talked about that. I had a blast last year uh, doing play-by-play uh, uh, -play for one of the games, so I'd like to do that again, uh, although I know I'm needed here for the most part. But We might, uh, we might yeah. need to see, go do one of Mark's JV games from the booth. Uh, there you go. That would be interesting. Yeah, and for those that don't know, Mark Potter is the new JV coach at Easton. Uh, there was an opening there. There was a need. The JV coach had to step down, I guess, somewhat late in the process. I think a work thing, understandably. But uh, Mark is the JV coach at, uh, at Easton. And uh, we, uh, we certainly wish him well. Of course, he coached at North Carolina for JV for a couple of years under James McCormick and uh, had a successful run there. Uh, but going from the wing tee to the spread, uh, quite different. But, uh, boy, he's got a lot of assistant coaches, which enable him to, to be able to oversee things. Although I think he's coaching uh, quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken. I just so. want to be in the booth and criticize what he does. 
<laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I know. Let's uh, let's put him in the hot seat now. So I don't know if Mark's listening in or not. Uh, he's uh, he was on vacation this week. He had a vacation scheduled. So even though they've had summer practice and scrimmages, he uh, you know he was down in Carolina with his wife. But yeah, I mean that's the thing. It was already scheduled, so you know they uh, made the accommodation for him. But next year, Mr. Potter, uh, get that vacation in before uh, August uh, starts up. Well, Coach, thank you so much. And next week again, folks, the Preston Ford Game of the Week presented by Best Western Plus and for all seasons features the Kent Island Buccaneers at the Eastern Warriors. Join us for the Kona Ice Tailgate Party at 5 p.m. for free Kona Ice samples. Coach, this is something new. So Mark has got a partnership with Kona Ice. They're going to come out and do a tailgate party before our games of the week, uh, which is outstanding. Uh, so folks can come by and get those. And, you know, let's do this up. You know, it doesn't just have to be a playoff game, uh, for instance, in Stevensville or Centerville or wherever we're talking about for, uh, you know, for a little high school tailgate. You and know, if you prior. hear some radio silence during the game, I'm down at the ice truck. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. The Roto-Rooter pregame show gets us started at 540. Kickoff at 6 right here at 94.3 Winks FM and ForeverMidshore.com, the Forever Radio app. Don't forget, uh, ShoresportsMD.com is our website. We'll start to get things up and running with the football season again. Uh, Mark and I both have been pretty busy between family and jobs, and I have, uh, you know, I've got a nine-month-old, or just about a nine-month-old, got a new house, uh, a busy full-time job, so I've had to uh, pull back a little bit, but we'll, we'll start to ramp things up again, so bear with us both uh, trying to do uh, a million different things at once, uh, but we're looking forward to getting back in the swing of things, and we'll do it next week. We'll take a timeout. We come back. We'll be back into regular programming with the uh, country music that uh, you're accustomed to listening to here on the Midshores Country Station, but also your local sports leader. Coach Ferragamo, thanks so much again, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. All right. Uh, this has been Mike Bradley leading the way for you, and uh, great to be back for another season. Have a great and safe weekend, folks, and we will talk next Friday night. You've been listening to the Time Out with Shore Sports podcast with Mark Potter and Mike Bradley, presented by the Preston Automotive Group. Look for another timeout soon here on ShoresportsMD.com.